What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. Yo, yo, yo. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Rico back at it again, ready to get this thing cracking. Let me get my camera ready. What's happening, everybody? Welcome, welcome. Tuned in Friday night. I, like I say, man, you guys don't all you guys don't have to be here, but you guys are rocking with your man. So appreciate that. Let's get this thing cracking. So uh, appreciate everybody tuned in Friday night. You guys already know what that time is. That time, baby. Playoff time, week eighteen time. In the words of Dion Dawkins and many others, it's kill or be killed. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Kill or be killed. There's no, there's no room for error. Because one slip up, you might not be able to recover. One slip up, it could be a wrap. So where we are in prime position, folks, prime position to really handle our own, handle our business. And uh, there's only one way to handle a business, man. Put points up on these boys and don't stop. Same way, you know what I'm saying? Same way the Bills did it the first time. Put points up on the board and don't stop and keep going because this this Miami team, although riddled with a lot of uh, some injuries, folks, banged up. Listen, they're still a good coached team offensively. They're schemed well. And if... This Miami defense, if you're not disciplined, excuse me, this Miami offense, if you're not disciplined to face this Miami offense, you fall into a world of trouble. So that means having your contain. That means not falling for the, all this motion and all this nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Knowing and sticking to the script. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Sticking to the script. And if you don't stick to the script, one guy gets out of line, it's over. It's over with, and uh, we've seen this time and time again. But here's the thing, though. For some, for some reason, matchup-wise, we match up extremely well with Miami. We just do. Whether we know them, whether it's because we know who the quarterback is, whether it's because we know who's running the rock back there, whether it's because we know what kind of athletes they have on the squad, we just match well. What are we, like 9-1? and one? Nine and two, something like that. Craziness, man. Now, my man Cody's dropping something on me. He says, hey, that stadium, was it Hard Rock Cafe Stadium? Uh, 54% Bill Stadium <laughs> as of today. He's telling us that 54% of those ticket sales are Bills, are Bills fans. If that's the case, that's wild. That is wild. You know what else is wild? To get a ticket... To a Dolphins game right now, what is costing about eight hundred dollars? Crazy. And here's the thing, man. Shout out to uh, to uh, Commissioner Chris, my man, Commissioner Chris. He's a Dolphins content creator. He does the fantasy football stuff. He had a straight invite to me to come join. He straight up invited me to come join and uh, and join him watching this game. And I was like, man, I got kids, I got family, I got work, I got all that stuff. I got to take planning, but. Mind you, he, he gave me that invite a long time ago. So I could have made it had it, but, but had I known it was going to be something like this, maybe I would have kind of, you know what I mean, made something happen. Made something happen. But uh, nonetheless, I like the comfort of my own home. I, I'm not going to lie. I like watching the game from my 82. Yeah, that's right. I said 82. 82-inch 82 TV. 
that was one of the uh, stipulations <laughs> I had with the wifey. I said, hey, man, if you want me to move from Ontario, where I'm, where I'm from, and you want me to go to good old Nova Scotia, and you want me to move out there, I have stipulations. I need my man cave in the basement. Bingo. And we just happen, we happen to get lucky, and this has happened to be here, which is great. And I need my TV. Other than that, you can do what the heck you want. <laughs> and I got the things I needed. And I had a little, a little podcast room as well. I'm straight. You can do whatever the hell you want. I'm good. When I want to retreat to my spot, I retreat to my spot. Right? Now, 54% is wild. That's craziness. So uh, we're, we're, it's almost like a home away from home. Isn't that crazy? A home away from home? Golly, man. My man, my man Terrence like, yo, say that shit with your chest, baby. 82 inches, boy. Yeah, yeah I don't play games, man. I don't play. I can, I can see my TV right from here. That's exactly why. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shoot, whether you want to call it a bribe or not. Wifey's like, yeah, hey, maybe that was a bribe. Ah, what, call it what you want. Call it what you want. But listen, listen folks, we got a show for you guys today. My man, uh, I got a special guest coming through. I mean, I don't, I don't like to call guests anymore. He ain't no guest. That's my, that's my bro. Uh, my man Kevin's going to be joining us uh, in some time. Uh, he already sent me a, a text to kind of soften me up a little bit. Uh, I said, yo, keep, keep that bullshit to yourself. Keep that bullshit to yourself until after the game. I don't want to hear shit from you. Actually, I'll give you, a little, I'll give you a little snippet of what he tried to send me. And I was like, no, 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 we ain't about to do that. <laughs> we ain't about to do that. Don't try to soften me up. But you guys already know how Kevin is, right? Kevin's the type of person to be like, hey, uh, hey, buddy, it's already over, man. Like, we're riddled with injuries and it's just no bro like you got it you guys are gonna kill us 82 to 9 something stupid right i was like yo kevin don't do that relax don't do that to yourself he said no don't <laughs> let me just read it to you because you guys think i'm talking bullshit kevin be on some he be on some bs sometimes yo he hits me up so tell him yo man yo come through we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do the show and he's like yeah he's always down for for the cause right and uh he sends me oh and then he sends me a wild text 4210 bills. <laughs> That's it. 4210 bills. So I hit him. I'm like, yo, I'll say, you know, you have to come on the show and chat, chat, chat with us, right? He goes, yeah, yeah. And he's like, it's going to be a slaughter, he says. I'm like, yo, see, see, this is what you do, Kevin. This is what you do. It, you, <laughs> you come in here and try to, you know what I'm saying, make it like it's going to be a blow. And then when your team is still in it, and then you go talk your shit. Now, I don't want to hear shit until the game is done. So I tell him, yo, relax, man. It's not going to be that. It's gonna, not going to be so bad. He's like, yo, there's no one left. <laughs> he said, there's no one left on Miami. There's no one left to field. We're done. We're, we're, we're done. I mean, Skylar Thompson took it to us last week, last year. I mean, I remember that very, very soundly. He took it to us. He almost fucking took it to the Bills and almost beat us. So I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear a damn thing. Anyway, uh, he's already trying to soften me up. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of that. But uh, yeah, reverse psychology is trying. Kevin always tries to do, to use reverse psychology on me, where I'm like, "Yeah, you're right, Kevin. We're gonna beat you 109 to six. <laughs> Yo, get out of here, man. I'm not falling for that shit. Not falling for it. Anyway, uh, yo, well, Kevin was right the first time around. Well, you know, <laughs> you know what? You're right though. He <laughs> he was right. We came in and fucking put the boots to the, the to the dolphin. So uh, maybe he's onto something. <laughs> Maybe he's on to something. I don't know. We'll see, we'll see how that plays out. But, yeah, he'll be joining us uh, shortly. But um, I wanted to get into uh, a couple things, fellas. I wanted to get into a couple things. And uh, the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl. 
how y'all feel about the Pro Bowl? Are you guys uh are you guys uh bothered by the results of who was chosen and put on the list over the guys that are deserved deserving, excuse me, of that? You guys let me know. Because I'll tell you right now, there's uh one situation there's one situation right now that's that's glaring to me. Um and that is Josh Allen being snubbed from the Pro Bowl. Now, some might say, he doesn't deserve the Pro Bowl. Are you kidding me? When you turn the ball over 16 times and your team is fighting to get into the playoffs, bro, there's other, there's other candidates that you can put ahead of them. So go blow yourself. Some people feel that way. I, on the other hand, feel that this is perfect. I think this is absolutely perfect. Now, Josh Allen's not the only one that got snubbed. Let me give you guys a list, and we're going to talk about it because I'm kind of pissed off for these guys. But it's a, almost a blessing in disguise if you, if, you, if you really think about it. So let me – so my thing's not in order, so I got I to gotta make sure – See, this is super annoying. I added them to be in order, and they're not in order, which is... Anyway, let's start off. Quarterback starts off with Tua Tungvaluwa. Fine, I'll give it to Tua. I'll give it to him. He's had a, he's had a statistical year, a nice statistical year. You got to give it to him. Tua Tungvaluwa is sitting there with uh, 4,400 yards passing. He'll probably finish with... Uh, Maybe 46. He'll probably throw for 100 yards, 200 yards. Who knows? Maybe three. Who knows? Right? But he'll finish shy of 5,000 yards passing. That's impressive. That's impressive. You got to give it to him, man. He had a pretty great statistical year. He did a really good job. Right? Tua Tagovailoa, 69% completion percentage. Boy, he's sitting on a 70. He's hitting 70% of his passes. Got to give him credit for it. Eight pop, eight yards of pop. Almost throwing for 300 yards a game is 278 yards a game. 12 interceptions to his, how many touchdowns has he thrown? He's thrown 28 touchdowns. 28 rushing, excuse me, passing touchdowns to 12 interceptions. And he had a QBR of 58.8. 58.8. All right. And your QBR, for those that are uh, usually are curious about QBR, QBR, it, it calculates, you know what I'm saying, your, your play running the football, passing the football, incompletions, uh, uh, bad throws, good throws, everything that you can, you know, say magnify and, and really evaluate a quarterback, that's in your QBR, right? And right now, he, his QBR was 58.8. That's his overall play as a quarterback. So he's, he's the first guy on the list. Fine. Give it to him. Lamar Jackson. I don't think anybody's going to be complaining about Lamar Jackson making the Pro Bowl. I think he's uh, he's up, obviously, for MVP of the league. He's already gotten MVP before. He's up for a second one. If he gets a second one, he's going to be the first player to get two MVPs a, under, what, the age of 27, 28 or something stupid like that, or 26? Absolutely impressive. Guys, think about that. Absolutely impressive. He just got his second contract, and he's, already, he's potentially going to get his second MVP. That is crazy. So kudos to Lamar Jackson. 
And that's my guy. I like Lamar Jackson. I'm a big fan of Lamar Jackson, right? So that being said, Tua number one, Lamar Jackson number two, Pat Mahomes number three. Now, here's where I got a bit of a problem. Here's where I got a little problem. Patty hasn't had that big a year as people may, may deem him to have had. Let's go take a look at Patty Mahomes, right? Pat Mahomes, 4,100 yards passing. He's completing, he's completing 67% of his passes. All right, I'll give him that. Seven yards a pop, 260 yards passing a game, give or take. He's got 27 touchdowns to 14 interceptions. 14. That's only two less than Josh Allen. I'm just saying. 27, and he's got a QBR of 62.5. Now, I'm not saying that's not deserving. But I'm pretty sure Josh Allen had a better year than Pat Mahomes. I'm just saying. Because if you look now at the statistics now, Patty, you know what I mean? they, they both played the same amount of games. Cool, right? I'm looking at them now. So uh, we've got 65.6 completion percentage. That's Josh Allen. To Pat Mahomes, 67. 3,900 yards passing. To Pat Mahomes, 41. So maybe like a couple hundred, couple hundred yards difference. 7.3 yards a pop for Josh Allen, 7.0 for Patty. 246 for Josh, 260. So about 20 yards, less than 20 yards difference, right? 27 touchdown passes. They both have the same amount of touchdown passes. 16 interceptions to his 14. QBR of 68. 68.2. Fam. The more efficient quarterback, the better quarterback is Josh Allen. How are you going to take Josh Allen out of Pro Bowl consideration? Are you kidding me? You just poked the bear, is what I'm essentially saying. You poked the bear, you pissed off the bear. And I feel bad for the Miami Dolphins because Miami Dolphins are going to be on the tail end of a pissed off Josh Allen talking about I'm not a Pro Bowler. All right, let me show you what a Pro Bowler is. I ain't a Pro Bowler. Let me act out what a Pro Bowler is supposed to do. How are you going to put Pat Mahomes ahead of Josh Allen? Nah, bro. Nah, y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. Josh should have been ahead of Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, I'm not saying, and Pat Mahomes is nice. Don't get me wrong. But you ain't going, you ain't going to put Pat Mahomes ahead of my guy. And you know what? That's a, that's a snub right there. That's snub number one. That's snub number one. Let's keep it, let's keep it pushing here. Hold on. My man Kevin just sent me a text here. Oh, he wants me to set it to him on his Facebook chat. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, that's number one. I mean, listen, court, all three quarterbacks are legit. I mean, we all know them. Two was nice. Pass nice. Lamar is nice. I mean, that's just what it is. You are, we already know that part. All right? So, let's keep, it, let's keep it rolling, right? Let's keep it freaking rolling. Because now, you go to the running back room. Now, forgive me when I, when I want to get this down pat here. There we go. Raheem Mostert. Derrick Henry. I was surprised with the Derrick Henry selection. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I think that was that was a, that was a bit of a, a popular popularity situation. But I mean, it's nonetheless, it's it's, it's valid. It's valid. I mean, you could you could easily. Hold on a second. My daughter's getting me. Oh, it was a green the green thing. You give me water. That's what a good girl. Thank you, my girl. All right. So, Raheem Mostert, very deserving. 
Raheem, 1,000 yards. Dude had 18 rushing touchdowns this year. That's freaking insane. 18 rushing touchdowns. Led all of the AFC in touchdowns this year. Rushing touchdowns. Got to give it to him. Travis Etienne would have been a tough one, but Derrick Henry made sense. Derrick Henry, consistent. Level of consistency coming from Derrick Henry. 1,000 yards rushing. 3.9 yards a pop, though. So his average was a little, eh, pedestrian, right? He's rushing for 63 yards a game. And uh, how many touchdowns? He had 11 touchdowns, double-digit touchdowns. The one thing that I, I, I'm appreciative of, when you get 1,000 yards as a receiver, 1,000 yards as a, uh, as a running back, it's, it's, it sounds, it's, it's really a, a great feat. Don't get me wrong. But like if, you, if you break it down, you're only really supposed to get like 63. It used to be 67 yards would get you a Pro Bowl pretty much if you're getting 1,000 yards. 67 yards a game, right? So you run the ball and you get 70 yards a game. You're cool. You're 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 set for a thousand yard back. It's not it's not as crazy. People think to get a thousand yards, you got to rush for 150 yards. A game. Nah, bro, it's not like that. But kudos to them backs. But the one thing that I'm super impressed with is James Cook, ladies and gentlemen. James Cook, you already know I was extremely hard on James Cook this year. Very hard on James Cook, and. I don't mince my words. I'm not taking anything back from it. But James Cook really came through, man. He really came through and had himself a season. Sitting at, what, 224 carries. That's low. That's extremely low. 224 carries, 1,086. He has a chance to go over, maybe he can get over 1,200 yards against these Dolphins. We'll see. Almost five yards a pop, 4.8 yards a pop. I think the only person that had the the like the a better average with enough uh, was remember Kieran Williams. So kudos to Kieran Williams that's doing that, right? Anyway, let's keep it popping. So James Cook, six rushing touchdowns. Excuse me, he's only got two rushing touchdowns this year. That can't be right. Two rushing touchdowns, sixty-seven point nine yards a game, and anyways, f- phenomenal job. I didn't expect it. It was actually a pleasant surprise to see James Cook as a pro bowler. But I know, I know a lot of people were like, nah, man, that's not, that's, that shouldn't surprise you whatsoever. That boy is nice like that. And you know what? I'll give, him, I'll give him that love. And the fact that he was able to do that, kudos to him. Honestly, James Cook getting that pro bowl, love it. Good for James Cook. Now let's move on. You got James Cook as the, the sole Bills, you know what I'm saying, uh, offense, obviously on the, other, off, on the offense playmaker side, you got James Cook. Here's the deal. I'm just going to go through it. Terrell Bernard, I think Terrell Bernard should have been a pro bowler. This guy had, what, six? What, how many, this, Terrell Bernard was absolutely freaking phenomenal this year. Six and a half sacks this year. I think he had like three interceptions. And he got snubbed. No. You got to give the second-year player some love, man. And you're not going to give it to him? Terrell Bernard snubbed. Let me keep rolling. Fam, how are you not going to give my man? I got I to put it up. I, got, I need you all to see it. Because if you don't see it, it's gonna be fo- it's gonna be tough for me to kind of even go through it. Where's my where's my line at? And of all the things that I'm not even able to show you guys, it's not even showing me. See, this is why I cannot stand. Can't stand it. It's annoying to me. It's not showing me what I want to show you. Ed Oliver, fam. Ed Oliver had a fucking monster year, all pro year, all pro year. And you're gonna tell me you're not gonna give my man that that love? Nah, bro. <laughs> that's craziness to me. That's craziness to me. You would have thought that that would have been one of the, the biggest ones to make happen. 
But you know what? All this plays out perfectly. Why? Because all these guys are going to be ready to say, okay, you don't want to give us no love? The league doesn't want to give us no love. It's a popularity contest. Cool. We're going to show up Sunday night, and we're going to show you what Pro Bowl is all about. Now, we could be in the Packers position that are on the brink of making the playoffs, but I got zero Pro Bowlers. That's wild. No Pro Bowlers in that squad? It's crazy to me. But I'm going to tell you this. The question really, truly lies like this. Should these guys feel some type of way that don't make a Pro Bowl? Because that's what it comes down to. Is a Pro Bowl, is it important enough for these guys to feel slighted? Is it important enough for them to feel some type of way? Because some people are like, yo, it's a popularity character. I don't give a damn about that. All pro, though? Give me that all pro. I'm all about that all pro. But pro bowl sometimes gets attached to your contract. You become a pro bowler, yo, a little bit of bank in your pocket. So when it comes to the money, that makes a big difference. Yo, I need y'all to pay me. Well, you want to get paid? I need 12 sacks from you. You want to get paid? I need 10 sacks from you as an interior defensive lineman. If you can give me that, you give me 35 tackles. Yo, throw a pick in there too. I got you. Yo, <laughs> Ed Oliver not making that is a crime. That's a crime, bro. But you know what? The interior line of that offensive line that's riddled with, 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 uh, with, with injuries, Ed Oliver is going to give it to you. He's going to give it to you like X. You know what I'm saying? If you guys already know, you already know. He's going to give it to you. He's going to give you that work. LaShawn McCoy is always talking about give you that work. Yo, Josh Allen's getting ready to give work. Ed Oliver's going to give you that work. I'm telling you right now, Terrell Bernard's going to give that work. We just got to be disciplined when we take on the Miami Dolphins. That's just what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. So, to me, when these guys talk about Pro Bowl snub, you could use it to your advantage. Right? You could use it to your advantage. And how, how I do this and how I would take it on is, Josh, if I'm Josh Allen, hold on, Tua, I'm about to face Tua. And this is the crazy thing. I'm about to face Tua right now. I'm going to show you. I, I outdid him. I outdid him last game. I'm going to outdo him again. I saw a wild stat today. It was like, I think it was like Marcel Lujak that came in and did that. There we go. Marcel, Marcel Lujak. Josh Allen's numbers against the Dolphins, he says, almost don't look real. Josh Allen versus the Dolphins. Listen to his statistics. Nine and two. That's the record. That's, that's, that's me calling you little brother. All right? Little bro. We're nine and two against the Dolphins with Josh Allen as a starter. 3,000 yards passing, 31 touchdowns to five interceptions. Oh, let me add this. 571 yards rushing with five touchdowns. I don't know if you want to call that ownage, <laughs> ownership. I don't know what you want to call it. But when you, when you constantly are whack, waxing that ass, there's, there's the, the proofs in the pudding. The proofs in the pudding. So snub me all you want. I'm about to go up against your quarterback that you have as the number one quarterback in the game as the pro bowler, and I'm about to show you work. And the worst part is I'm going to show it to you in Miami. Oh, we're going ready. We're getting ready for this one. However, oh, here goes Rico now. <laughs> the, 
we don't want to be over juiced up, over emotional, over, you know what I'm saying? Like, because sometimes when you're, when you're doing too much, it becomes too much. And then you're in trouble. You guys know what I'm saying. I don't have to explain that to people. When you're overly just too much, you're jacked up, right? You're ready to get into pursuit and you over pursuit. Most are cuts back, gone for 80. Slow the, slow the hell down. Slow the hell down. Let the game come to you, right? Because that's what happens sometimes. So the beautiful thing about both scenarios is that we have Saturday night to figure out who does what. We have Saturday night to figure out who goes where, right? Who's going to be doing what? Who wins what game? And both teams will be watching valiantly. I'm telling you right now, they're both going to be watching. So now we're about to find out what's really good. Now, my question to y'all. Somebody said, y'all better be worried about Devin Acne at A-Chain. <clears throat> we're a solid defense, number one. And A-Chain, no, he's no scrub. That's for sure. But I'm not going to sit here and say, huh. LaDainian Thompson's coming to town. Boy, please. He's nice. Don't get me wrong. I like him. I mean, I had, I had him as my fantasy running back. So I know how he could be productive. He'll get, he'll, get, he'll get his yardage. But when you're disciplined defense, there's not a whole lot that can be done. Now, the real question becomes, and this is for fan, Dolphins fans that are in this, in this chat right now, and for Bills fans, who needs this game more? Right? And I know it sounds crazy because you'd be like, well, the Bills need this game more. We get that part. But I asked that question for who needs this game more because the Dolphins, by the end of it, could do a couple things. If they realize that the Bills are, like, we'll just talk about the Dolphins first. If they realize, okay, uh, if we don't win this game, we seed at the, what, they, they become the, what, the sixth seed? And then they play the Kansas City Chiefs. So either they're content with playing the Kansas City Chiefs because they feel that they match up better with Kansas City. Or if they go, if they win and take the two seed, they play the Texans or, or whoever, the Jaguars, give or something, something of that nature. So what do they do? Do they, do they go hard or do they rest? Because right now, Xavier Howard's out. Raheem Mostert, we don't know if they're going to let Raheem Mostert. He was kind of in and out of practice this week. Uh, who else is out? Obviously, uh, Bradley Chubb, the unfortunate injury. We don't ever want to see something like that. But that injury happened. So they're banged up. So do you go into this game kind of just chilling, knowing you're already in, and you don't really care who you play? I just want to get healthy. Because you already have a bummed shoulder on Tua. Do you want to re-aggravate it? So, like, this is where the Dolphins come in. Like, what are the Dolphins thinking? So, like, I'd love to, when, when Kevin comes on, I'd love to ask him that. How do you, as a, as a Dolphins fan, take, take on this, 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 uh, this way of playing? Or do you go Boston Wall and let's get this thing going? Because if you're already in, what you going to do? So, I'm looking at it from a Dolphins standpoint. So, if I'm a Dolphins fan. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to do what I can to win this game so I can set myself up as a, as a two seed. I'm at home. 
and I'm ready to go. Right now. I'm re- obviously Waddle probably not playing. I'm not sure if what's going on with that. I, and let me just let me go take a look at uh, what's going on with the this, these boys in the injury report. But to my knowledge, I think Waddle might be out. The last time I checked, but I'm going to go double check right now. So like, there's a lot of things that these guys are up against. The injuries, the injury bug hit them at the wrong time. If you're a Dolphins fan, yo, that, that injury bug hit you at the wrong time. The guys that are going down are like, fam, I did not expect that to go down. I got a banged up running back. My O-line is, is, is kind of it's crazy right now. They're, we're in and out of whole, like a whole lot of stuff going on. My defensive front is not how I anticipated my defensive front to be. I got, Christian, Christian is the only one that's going to be running things in the middle of the, in the defense. I lost Chubb. I lost Phillips. My linebacker crews are okay. I lost Xavier Howard. Javon Holland, I don't know if, if Javon Holland is still nursing his injury. It, I think he should be back. So, like, there's, there's, there's a lot of, they got, them boys are banged up. There's the banged up Dolphins. Let me see what's going on with the injury report. I mean, they got a, they got a litany of injuries. I'm looking at the list right now. I mean, for the Bills right now, Mitch Morse was questionable. He's going to play. Anytime that you see a questionable, they're going to play. But for the most part, we're pretty healthy, ready to go into this. We got healthy at the right time. We got healthy at the right time. Dolphins, on the other hand, they couldn't have asked for a worse time for them to be banged up. But that's the nature of the game. That is the nature of the game. Where's the Miami Dolphins? I'm looking for them right now. So Jalen Waddle, questionable. The last that we hear from Jalen Waddle was he was listed with an ankle injury for Sunday's game. So like whether high high ankle injury, those are those are tough to deal with. So is he going to be as explosive? Highly doubtful, right? But squeeze him with a needle, put a little something in there in their ankle, you're good to go, right? Raheem Mostert also dealing with an injury. He's got a knee ankle situation going on. Do you rest him and let Day A chain go out? We'll see. Obviously, they listed Xavier Howard out with a foot injury. Who knows how long he's going to be out? That's going to be a tough one. So, what's it? It's going to be Eli Apple. Eli Apple's going to take over? Or is it going to be uh, Kalen Kahu? Because you already know, Kahu, he's on the slot side. He's all right. He's nice on the slot side. He can be nice. But if you put him on an island, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. And you, you already know who is already chomping at the bit to get back to how he used to play. And that's Stefan Diggs. I didn't even get into that, but we will. Obviously, Jerome Baker. Obviously, listen, Jerome Baker's been out for a minute. Connor Williams is obviously out. That's, that's their center. <laughs> their guard, excuse me. Bro, they're banged up. They're banged up, my guy. I feel for them, though. So, it's going to be Eli Apple. And we already know we have a disdain for Eli Apple talking all that bullshit. We'll see you in Cancun. You know what I'm saying? So we're about to repay that brother a visit. Interesting nonetheless. Right now, the matchup predictor, they have the Bills with a 54.3 chance of winning this game. If you're a betting man or a betting lady, the line right now is at two and a half for Bills. Opens up at two and a half. I didn't think it was going to be that much. 
I thought it was going to be like, you know, I mean, a 1.5, something like that. Something crazy, right? Two and a half for the Bills. So calling a field goal game. It's going to be a three-point game. That's what they're saying. So we'll see how that all that plays out. I, I say this all the, I'll say this, right? Everyone's got their motivations on how, on how and what they need to do to win this game, right? Right now, Miami is obviously going to try to win this game, but try to stay healthy at the same time. How difficult is that? You're already banged up. You want to you remain somewhat fresh because you're going to be facing a very tough and motivated Kansas City team ready to go. I assume strongly that you guys are going to be playing Kansas City because right now the Bills don't have any room for error. They need to win this game. I'm chalking up as a win already because they need it. But fam, that, that game is going to be something. So for the Dolphins, stay healthy as much as you can. And you're going to have to scheme your way to try to get this win. You better hope that everything hits. Our defense is asleep and you can try to score quick. That's the way that you guys are going to try to stay in this. If you guys can score quick and be explosive early, because this is going to be a 12-round fight. And you, you guys might be a little too banged up to go all 12 rounds. So you better, you better haymaker early. But that's that in it's in it. Listen, you're going up against a rabid dog right now. So I don't know. It's going to be tough for y'all. But for the Dolphins' sake, and I'm going to get into the Bills' sake, and in terms of importance of this game and who needs it more, at the end of the day, it's the Bills that needs it more. I mean, it's, it's quite obvious, right? But there are reasons. So, and it's perfect timing because Kevin just jumped. He's, he's jumped on right now. So, I'm going to ask him and, uh, and see how his thoughts on how he feels about this game going in there. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, Kevin, I don't want to hear about I don't want to hear about the, oh, you're going to kill us. So you're going to, I don't want to hear it. I want to hear how you guys are going to whoop us. I want to hear where your advantages are and how you can get it. I want it. I don't want to hear excuses. I want to see how you're going to get it. You got that, Kevin? (laughs) Kevin's like, shut up, man. (laughs) All right, folks. Without further ado, let me bring my man Kevin on. Uh, My dear friend, we've been doing this a long time. I miss where we used to be shoulder to shoulder talk our shit but you know what we're still shoulder to shoulder but we're we're virtual so without further ado let me bring on my man i gotta give him a proper introduction the dolphin fan he is a bills fan at heart he can name your 90s bills roster in matter of seconds right he's beloved by bills fans believe it or not they love him don't know why (laughs) but they love that brother and when he sits there when he's in 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 conversation, and he'll sit there and squeeze them pecs together. That's how he got the name Papa Peck, because he'll pop a peck on you, and you don't play around. Ladies and gentlemen, man, Kevin, you're right. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, my guy? Good Lord. <laughs> the intros get longer. Remember when we first started, you wouldn't tell anyone I was a Dolphins fan. You'd let me talk for about 15 minutes, and then you'd hear, you'd see the chat. Remember the comments come up? What the fuck's this guy talking about? And then eventually you'd be like, okay, just so you know, he's a Dolphins fan. And then, then uh, oh, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. How are Listen, you? I, I didn't like the, uh, I had to call you out early in the show. I didn't like the fact that you were trying to soften me up by saying, hey, hey, buddy, 4210 bills. I didn't like that. Don't try to, don't, don't start with that shit. That's my prediction. Why? Give you yourself a man. You can't even field the team. Yes, you can. Oh, man. 
There's no. You one. still got your quarterback. He's a Pro Bowler, number one Pro Bowl quarterback. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right. Well, forty. He's 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 just shy of five thousand yards passing. Dude, he's he's been killing it this year. Have some faith. Yeah, I think there's no one left. It's finished. I mean, you got Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he's the best he just burnt down wobbling around in a in a walking boot. That should be well, good. Waddle is is Waddle playing? Because I mean, it says he's he's questionable. I, I assume he'll play. They're I don't know. They're making it appear like he's going to play, but I tell you, what's going to happen? He's going to waddle out there. He's going to run a couple of deep ones. He's going to catch one one in cutting route. He's going to pop up. He's going to run off to the sideline, and we won't see him that again. <laughs> Everyone always says this, though. They always say that. Oh, he's just doing it. And then my score and predictions always come true, you know? No one ever remembers that part. They're like, oh, he does it every time. Every time I'm right. Here's the funny part. So my man Scott Blake says, Kevin always does this. He protects his emotions. He does. However, somebody earlier was like, well, actually, when he said that the Bills were going to drub the freaking Miami Dolphins, he was right. (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? He was right. He was right. He he called. He's like, yo, you guys are going to come in and just really beat us down. And uh, I know you obviously don't want to hear it uh, and you don't want to see it happen. And when it does happen, you're like, damn it, I was right. But you don't want to be right. You don't want to be right. And this is and this is the question I had earlier today. And the obvious question, obviously, it's the Bills need this more. But like as a Dolphins fan, how do you enter this game? You're coach McDaniel. How do you enter this game and how do you attack this game on on staying, trying to keep your guys healthy for the playoff game because you guys are clinched? But at the same time, you're trying to get that number two seed. You want to win the division. I mean, when's the last time the, the Dolphins won the division? 2008. 2008. My goodness, man. What was going on? What was the best song in 2008? What was the box office movie in 2008? It's been a while. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll look that up. Sure. I'll look that up. But um, but 2008. So you guys, that division would be nice. It'd be nice for you guys to get the division. So how do you attack this game if you're McDaniel? Like, where do you do? What do you do? Who do you go to? Like, what's what's the word? Defensively, offensively, like what what is it? Where's the advantage for the for the Dolphins? So, if Miami wants to win, they have to do what they did uh, in the second game last year, the one in Buffalo, and they need to run. The beginning of the game, they ran all over you. We were totally in control of the game. We're up eleven points going in the fourth quarter. Should have cruised to an easy win, and for whatever reason. McDaniels decided let's just stop running the ball and then he kept trying to throw these cute passes then you guys got your second win Alan flop for that big uh, uh, run necessary roughness uh, thing that sets you up for a touchdown next thing you know we lose the game they got to stick with it they got to keep running they got to run right at Taron Johnson which is what they did last year they put the fullback and they bodied him and they buried him Johnson's a great player in coverage and stuff like that. But if you're going to run a nickel or dime exclusively, yeah, you run. I think you run a base defense, the lowest percentage in the league, or it's right up there. It's like four percent. You have to try and penalize them for it. Doesn't mean it'll always work, but you got to try. Alec Ingold is an outstanding blocking fullback. Well, they they went straight at Taron Johnson that second game, and that's what you have to do. We're not going to challenge him with Cedric Wilson or something in the passing <laughs> game. So you got to like, you got to make him, you got to make him make plays, right? Um, you guys at the beginning of the year were missing a few more tackles than you than usual late last few weeks since you guys been on the heater. That's not been the case, but we got to hope. 
right? That's what they got to do. If they want to win, their only hope of winning is they have to have a huge Devin A chain game and just kind of just stick with it, stick with it. The problem is, is that um, it's not going to work because you guys are going to score too many points. So that's why I think it's going to be Bills 42, Dolphins 10. But on defense, it's a disaster, right? Because the only way – the way you beat Allen is by getting, well, most good quarterbacks, but especially Allen, is you need to get really good pressure from your front four. Yep. You have to drop everyone. You have to make him nickel and dime his way down the field. and Because you know he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, and hope he makes a mistake, right? So – the problem is we don't have our two defensive ends, so I don't know who's gonna who's gonna put any pressure on him. And then even if we do get in the inside with Sealer and and Wilkins, yeah. he's just gonna spill outside. Because sure as hell, the corpse of Melvin Ingram isn't gonna do anything. We dusted him off his tombstone and put him in for a couple of plays the last couple of weeks. Yeah, so it it doesn't look good. And then all you're gonna do is target Eli Apple. And go after him, which is what you should do. Like, it's, yeah, you, know, that's what you should do. Go straight at EI Apple. I wouldn't even look at Ramsey. Yeah, you had that nice one play where he beat Diggs when Allen rolled out. Seven seconds later, he throws an inhuman 62 yard pass across his chest. Yeah, oh, he beat Ramsey. Yeah, okay, whatever. But why even bother? Why even try? Just go after Eli Apple. Well, even if they used uh, Ramsey to follow Diggs, which they've only done once all season where they have him travel. Even yeah. if they choose to do that, why even bother? Something bad might to... happen. Just go. You think Eli Apple's going to cover anyone? Come why can't on. we go to Kahoo? Kahoo? Be nickel, right? Well, he's a nickel. Last time we played, you guys beat up on him because they well, put him out. Why would I just watch Kahoo? They inexplicably put him. Well, he's not an outside guy. It'd be like putting Taron Johnson outside. You can't play. No, outside. no, no. I'm talking about inside. Why can't we attack on the inside? Oh, I don't care. Attack anywhere you want. I'm just saying, just leave Ramsey alone and go after the other guys and you'll feast. Is right? Ra- is, is Ramsey in top shape? Is he back in top shape like that guy? Well, he's just the best option the Dolphins have, right? I'm not saying you should be scared of him, but when the other guys, when you don't have Xavier Howard and you have Eli Apple playing, take advantage of that. That's the smart play. What's it's not that you can't beat Ramsey. It's that you can easily beat Apple. You know what I mean? So you sure. might as well just take the free money. I like I like you like um apple crumble? No. You don't like apple crumble? I like apple crumble. Apple crumble is pretty good. A hot apple pie is pretty good too. Um you ever have apple pie at um uh, McDonald's? No. Ah, uh, it's pretty good. It's I'm not pretty a pie good. guy. You're not a pie guy? You know what yeah. the bills are going to be a pie guy. We're going to be Eli apple pie guy. <laughs> I know yeah. you saw that was coming. Uh yeah. apple crumble is probably going to be apple crumble for the as dessert for Sunday because Although this game is going to be tough, I'll be I'll be real with you. The game is going to be tough. It's not going to be one of those, oh, the Bills are going to walk right through the Dolphins at home. Because the Dolphins are just as motivated. Because they that motivation is that number two seed. That's what yeah. comes out. You already made the playoffs. It's about the number two seed. My question to you is, are you do you feel like the Dolphins are more suited to play? Like, is there an advantage to play? Like, you, you don't win this game, you play KC. Chances are you play KC. No, it's uh, guaranteed. Oh, guaranteed. If we lose, we're guaranteed to play KC. We're locked. You're locked to play KC. No matter what happens with any other game, if we lose, we play KC. There you go. And if you win, you obviously you play uh, either the Houston Texans or the Jaguars. Or you. That's right. That's yeah. right. 
So we we'll know when the game back starts. To, back to back. Get the there's, there's a scenario Fucking where I would rather lose this week because I would honestly rather go to Kansas City than play at home again against you guys the following week. So, because I, I picked you guys to, to remember, I told you I picked you guys to lose in the Super Bowl to the 49ers, but I think you're getting the Super Bowl. And I so. said that, and I said that what five weeks ago? Interesting. So, I said that at least five weeks ago. So, I think that what's going to happen is you're going to, um, like, if you guys, depending upon how the games will know, and we'll know when our game starts, it can easily be us against you guys again the next week. I would hate to have to play you guys again. Yes. Yeah. That just blows, man. <laughs> like three times. Like, come on, man. Because that, that ended up happening, what, last year? We played you Yeah, it was last year, yeah. We're crying out loud, man. Against Skylar Thompson. Uh, and he almost took it to us. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. He almost took it to us, man. So uh, I, I bring all these things up, right, because I'm now looking at, okay, I'm looking at the Bills, and the Bills, obviously, they've come a long way. And – it sucks because you look at these bills and like they're so close to being the number two seed and winning the division for the fourth time. But then one bad game and they can be eliminated with obviously other things that have to play factor. How yeah. up is that where you can become the two seed or you're done as the as the worst as the, as the worst case scenario? I absolutely hate that for the bills, but that's the position we, we're in. Um, and that's the position that we were, we're, I guess we were destined to be because is if we're, if this is going to be the greatest story ever told, then shit, it's got to be this way. So my question to you now is this Pro Bowl. I know some people don't care about Pro Bowl. Some people do care about it. You think Josh is going to use this, this Pro Bowl snub as a way to, you know what, Dolphins, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to do it to you guys. Well, it, uh, I don't know. When's the AP, uh. When's the AP team come all out? Pro. If he's all pro, maybe all he'll, pro maybe, matters more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe if he makes all pro, he won't be pissed. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Pro Bowl is crazy, but yeah, it's so weird because every year, our Bills fans were telling me that you know Miami doesn't have any fans, but now I'm hearing Tua made it because it's a popularity contest. <laughs> I don't understand. How did he get voted in if we don't have any fans? It's so weird, eh? What a weird conundrum. What a weird conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, at the end of the day, though, I mean, whether you whether some people count Pro Bowl as as something that matters, um, obviously, more people, most people kind of look at the all pro. But OK, that's where it really matters. But Pro Bowl is, is, is a is a gesture. Nonetheless, it tells us yeah. that you're one of the better guys in the league, so on and so forth. Uh, is it a bit of a popularity contest? Slightly. Um, but really, at the end of the day, it's about your resume. And if you can say, hey, I'm a six-time Pro Bowler, it looks good. It looks great. And you're recognized. You're recognized. So, to me, I'm looking at this as Allen better look at this as, okay, not that he gives a damn, but he should care. Like, yo, Tua's ahead of me? And now he's going back, He's going face-to-face with Tua? Yeah. It might be – it might be – I don't know. I don't want to call you it mean, a – Yeah. Word. Well, I mean, like, Tua's beating him at almost every single passing category. But throw he's that aside. He had a great but, year. But it should be – he should be, like – I think what happened with Allen is in the midseason when you guys took that dip and that big the media just leaped on his turnovers, his turnovers when it's like, you know, what what does he have? Four more turnovers than the next guy. It's not like a crazy amount, but I think that narrative is still out there and I think that hurt him. It's re, it's really weird. Um he should have been there. He had a better year. 
yeah, like he had a better year than Pat Mahomes yes! uh, this year for sure. Who's the other guy that made it? Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah, he's got to make it. But Lamar yeah. Jackson gets the MVP? I think so. It's funny. I put 20 bucks on Josh Allen. My theory was that Josh Allen was going to win um, MVP if you guys win this week. And I made that like, like three weeks ago, two months ago. I said, if Josh Allen wins in Miami, that'll give him the division. That'll give him enough uh, team success, which shouldn't count, but it does, so that his stats will be count and they'll, and they'll give him MVP. But unfortunately for him, Miami uh, gift-wrapped Lamar's MVP last week when we decided not to show up. Well, I mean, wow. Allen decided not to show up as well. Had Allen had a big game against the Patriots, I think he would have still been in the running. And yeah, keep in mind, he also stunk against the Chargers. Chargers. Oh, that's the thing. Two games in a row where you don't play well, you can't, you can't, you, you can't. But yeah. yet last week was the one that sealed it for him. Like, nah. You ain't I can't go. figure, I cannot figure Allen and your team out. It is baffling. Can we? You, if you play a good team, Allen looks like a Hall of Famer. If you play the crappiest teams in the league, Allen looks like a bum. I don't understand. I don't understand. How can he be so good against the best guys? Like, he like he looks like uh, yeah, you got robbed against the Eagles when you crushed the Cowboys. Like, he's dicing them up. He's killing them. And then you go out and lay an egg against the the, the Chargers or, or or when you lost to – you should have lost to the Giants. You got lucky that wasn't P.I. He, he stunk against Tampa. He stunk against the first game against the, the Patriots. And then he comes out against the Eagles and the, the, the Dolphins, and he look and he and he's unstoppable. It's un it's unreal. Listen, and you guys tried to blame Dorsey, but he's just done it two games in a row with Brady. So you know he's gonna play Miami. So now he's gonna have 17 touchdowns this week or something. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna be running them in backwards, you know. <laughs> like well, oh, I'll tell you this. He, he's Allen is one is a is a cat that he'll have you a stinker, he'll give you a stinker, but then he's like, Yo, I ain't gonna give you another stinker again. I'm gonna but he never it. has the stinkers against the good teams. He only stinks against the shitty teams. That's what's that's what's weird, man. Dude, it's like know. it's like he it's like he rolls in there against like the other teams and he just doesn't care enough. I don't know what that, that sounds bad. That's not what I mean. But it's like I don't know what it is. But when he's hyped up to play someone, he's a Hall of Famer. It's, and then he goes to Denver and, and, and throws for 185 and a back breaking pick in the end of this uh, at the end of the second half, quarter. You know, yeah. it's crazy. Kevin, let me tell you something, man. Bills fans are still trying to figure out why we can't be. We're the epitome of inconsistent. Inconsistency is the is the Buffalo Bills. They have you like this, where you're like, okay, this is it. We're we we've, we've come over the we're over the hump now, and then we slide to like playing like you said, mediocre ball against mediocre teams and barely get out of them. And if we do get out of them, it's like whoo. Or we don't. We fall to them like yeah. the Denver freaking Broncos. I'm watching all the. I'm looking at all the excuses in the comments because you can't say anything bad about Allen. A secret. Oh, secret. He's, he's a thousand times better. I was like, dude, you scored 48 against Miami, who's not. I'm not saying they're that great, but they're a decent team. And then you, you, what did you put up? 13 against the Giants. 14 points against the Giants. But here's the thing: after we beat you guys, we went to Jacksonville, and it's that Jacksonville game where it was just like. Okay, all right, we'll 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 chalk it up to I mean we traveled and jet lag and all that stuff. And then we ever since then we were just kind of like okay, we're moseying along, right? We go against Tampa. If Godwin doesn't turn his head around, yeah, in time, that game is over. They catch the football, we're like, oh my god, heartbreak. 
right? Yeah. Listen, we can't figure <laughs> ourselves Tony out. Tony had his, his toes over the line. Bro, yeah. we can't yeah. figure ourselves out, man. So no. Bill's fans... Yeah. It's weird because you're. I still say you're the most talented team in the AFC. I know you should, you should go to this Super Bowl. You're lucky that you know your daddy got hurt and he's out of the playoffs. The Bengals. So you got <laughs> uh, and you guys always romp the Ravens, or at least like a defensively, at least like Lamar never does anything against you guys. So I think when you guys play them, maybe you struggle a bit to score. It's a nice defense they have, but maybe not. But I, they're not scoring against you, so I think you're gonna. I think you should cakewalk to the Super Bowl. I don't think you match up particularly well against San Fran, so that's why I kind of pick San Fran to to beat you guys. But I, you're the if team Bert, to beat. If has one of those games. Maybe we do. It's more the 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 running game. Sometimes you guys sometimes have uh, have had traditionally have had some issues with some power uh, running uh, teams, you know, yep. stuff like that. But. Um, and their defense is, is, you know, it's got the linebackers and the, uh, to match up with cook and your running backs and tight ends. And they have the, uh, you know, then they have the pass rush capable of getting uh, pressure with four, but anyways, I think you should cakewalk to the Super Bowl. Interesting. The bank, everyone, the, it, it's like everything opened up for you guys. I mean, Watson wasn't great, but he's better than Flacco. He's out. Burrow got hurt. So the Bengals are out and they always beat you. And then who's left? And Mahomes is, I don't know, the team's in the tank. No one can catch the ball. So it should be you guys. Yo, Kevin's gassing us up. Don't fall for it. It's a trap. <laughs> yeah, he always does this. He gasses up heavy. And then we freaking, but here's, and this is, this is the crazy part. We're talking about <clears throat> the Bills. This is the easiest path for them to go to the playoffs and easiest path to go to the Super Bowl. We have to win this game. Because if we don't win it, we're on our way to Cancun. Nah, I so do you think the Steelers, around, I know the Steelers are playing. Uh, sorry, the Ravens are playing Huntley, but you really think they're gonna lose to the Steelers? I don't know, maybe. Oh, and listen, then Jacksonville's playing the Titans, and you know, they've I, it looks like they're gonna have Ryan Tannehill. And listen, you know Tannehill very well, so yeah, he stinks, so and he's definitely <laughs> not good against the Bills, so like. Uh, we'll see, we'll see, yeah. We just have to handle ourselves, um, and uh, we should be able to. I mean, so where, where's the advantage for the Bills in this game? If you look at like, how how the Bills win this game, you know the weaknesses of yeah. our team, and obviously we know the injuries, right? But like, fa- like think about Fangio's defense. Javon Holland is playing. Yeah, you got Holland, so you got a, you got a good little safety tandem in the back right there. You got, I mean, you got Ray, you got your boy Ray, um, Ramsey. Your linebacker, who are your linebackers? We might, we might get Jerome Baker back. He's been out since uh, the Washington game. But you don't get him back this week. We I don't might. think you activate him. Yeah, we did. Oh, you did? Okay, so yeah. Jerome Baker's back. So he might be. He might be. Okay. Looks like he's on. So it'd be Baker and David Long. Oh, David Long. That's your. That's David the Long has been really good this year. Oh, your seat. What's yeah. his name? Seamler? Seasler? Zach Sealer. Sealer. Yeah. Yo, he could play, man. Yeah. So, so it's not like you guys have a whole bunch of scrubs on your team. Then you got Christian Wilkins, which I'm a big fan of Christian Wilkins. So y'all still got juice on that defense. So to say 42-10, you're disrespecting your own squad. Don't do that. We just don't match up well against you guys. I'm telling you, I'd rather I would rather play other teams, maybe not, maybe not the Ravens, but I'd rather play other teams than you guys because it's just a really bad matchup. You're it's right. It's a super bad matchup with all the injuries because – you guys have just gotten back Daquan Jones. 
Uh, Puna Ford's starting to play better. Ed Oliver's having his best year. Even Tim Settles settled into a good role, so to speak. So you've got uh, you got these interior four. Meanwhile, Miami hasn't had their interior three for the last month and a half. So at one point they were playing with. Uh, oh, I'll put it to you this way: yep. Ter- uh, t- uh, Armstead yep. has the second most snaps on the team on the offensive line, and he's played nine games. Oh, what a terrible! So, the only one who's played more is the Bills folklore, AJ Epinesa's hero, uh, Jackson. So I'm telling you, I saw that. I think yeah. the worst rapper known to man. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so no, so I think that that your interior offensive line is going to be able to take advantage. No Connor Williams, Rob Hunt might play. Isaiah wins definitely not playing. So those three guys are out and you have a lot of strength up the middle. So I think it's, it's going to be really hard for us to, to try and run. I think you guys traditionally play the outside run decently. Normally when you get gashed, it's usually through the tackles. Like yeah, when you had like the, you know, Taylor game for Indy a couple of years ago against you guys, stuff like that. We got to try and get the outside run going. That's our only hope. Because right your now linebackers, just- your linebackers are a little undersized, but they're fast, they right? Are. So it helps to get outside. So we got to seal them off. And where Miami's been struggling with such a lately, where their offense has taken a dip, is yep. that we run these outside zone concepts and these bum backup guards that we got in the backup center Eichenberg, they can't, they're not athletic enough to get outside and 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 hit their blocks. So they got to get outside. They can't reach these blocks. They can't get to their landmarks in time. And the plays are getting blown up because one or two guys are just blowing an assignment. So, so this I is gonna be think, this, this yeah. game's gonna be about the trenches. Yeah, well, they the usually trenches. are, right? Yep. And then I would just for you guys, the so the advantage is there, and then the advantage is obviously whoever Eli Apple go after him with whoever it is. I mean Shakir, you could go after Cater um, Kahu, but he's he's been pretty decent since he since your game. He's been okay. But uh, just go after Eli Apple. He's just terrible. You know, this is this is wild to me. I don't think I've ever been in my lifetime of being on this microphone and and talking football. I don't think I've ever been in a position where I'm like, "Yo, go after uh, Leotis McKelvin. Go after him. He's going. You're going to get his ass because he. Ain't. I've never. I've never talked about that. I've always found a way to like big up my. Even though they may not be like great players, I find the 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 good in them. This is why I appreciate you, Kevin, because you're like, I could find all the good and never give you guys the real, but you give me the real. You're like, you know what? Go after Eli Apple straight up. You know what I mean? We don't have the guards to 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 go up against you guys. Like we're just not athletic enough. We don't get at outside the box enough. It's just not gonna happen. And Kevin, you come in and you you are a real one to say that because I'd have a difficult time admitting my team is gonna get whooped. My, I just well, I'll, I, I even, I'll even tell you how it's going to happen. So going to happen. So it'll be close at first. Okay, this is what I think is going to happen. You're going to go down and score. I think Miami's probably going to go down and score. You're going to go down and score. It would kind of look like the first game this year, because at the beginning of the game, um, when the scores were close, you have to respect the run because Miami is a decent running team, and I I don't think Mostert's playing, but Achin's been playing really well. Yep. So you have to respect it. So the linebackers are sucked up a little bit and um, we can hit all those in-breaking routes, which is what Miami likes to run in between the linebackers and the safeties. 
right? So we like to get in there. What happens every time is once the game starts to get a little out of hand, the linebackers don't care about the run anymore, and they just get depth. And Bernard's just going to peel back. It's what the Ravens did to Miami when it started to really fall off because Miami was actually in control in the first quarter, halfway through most of the half. And then mm-hmm. the wheels started to fall off because the linebackers didn't respect the run. It was a two-minute offense, and they just peeled back. And you see it every time Tua plays against my uh, the Bills. When they start to get a lead, he starts pressing. He tries to throw those in-breaking routes. Your linebackers don't respect the run, so they peel back. And what happens is, is he, he tries to get it over the linebacker because he sees him. It's too high, and it always lands in a safety stomach. He gotcha. gets one of those picks every every game. Last year it was uh, who's the bum that you guys that McDermott brings around all the time, the safety from uh, Carolina. He was on your team. All you, he's you Marlo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Marlo caught one. Remember, it hit him right in the stomach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Marlo was out there, hit him in the stomach. He caught it every time. That's what's gonna happen. So Miami's got to keep it close so that they can keep the running game going. As soon as they abandon the run, it's over. So they, first of all, I love the fact that the chat, only the people that know you well enough, they, they know you extremely well. So like, yo, Rico, don't fall for it. <laughs> I don't, I don't trust Kevin's analysis of this game for the, for the reason I feel like he's giving us the okie doke. <laughs> I want everyone to remember when he throws that ball, that's too high for the receiver and it lands in the stomach of the, Micah Hyde, uh, Micah Hyde got the same pass uh, this year. I think it was right in the third quarter. He tried to go deep to the waddle, and it just hit him in the stomach. He doesn't even have to make a play. Just standing there and hits him in the stomach. It's because he's trying to get over those linebackers, and he gets it a little too high. Miami's receivers are small and fast, so they don't, you know, so it goes over them, and it lands in the safety stomach every time. You know what You know what I will say, though? Because we've – the Bills have improved vastly since we played you guys. I mean, we're, we're two different teams at this point. Like, you, you've lo- obviously, you've lost some players uh, along the way. Uh, but we we played each other so early, so there was different things. Matt Milano was still playing at the time, right? So like there were there were so many things going on uh, in that game. Now we don't have Trey White, and we had Trey White that game too, right? So there was there were so many things that were playing in our favor that made us, I mean, obviously get that win. But we've we've lost Trey White since then. We've lost Milano since then. But we picked up Rasul Douglas. I think Douglas Douglas is outplaying. Man, Rasul Douglas, man. Yeah, Douglas is playing better than White has since he came back from the knee injury. I know it's because he was coming back from the knee injury, but Douglas is is an improvement there. Rasul Douglas has been great. Having Daquan Jones return alongside how Ed Oliver's been playing. Leonard Floyd has been such a gem all year. Uh, It's just been great. Here's Here's my question for you, though. How do you feel about? I mean, it's it's been a long time coming. Bills fans have known it, but there's a potential that we see Von Miller be inactive yet again. Coming up, he was inactive last week, and he might be inactive again. Is that I the? I mean, this is more for Bills fans. Do I, and this goes for the chat. Are you guys in for Von Miller being benched again, or is it time? Okay, he, I think he learned his lesson ish. Uh, and he's he's realizing, okay, I got to step my game up because obviously this game is going to pass me by if I don't get it together. Do you think they give him another opportunity to start? This is for the chat as well. Uh, do you? I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it this game. Or do you activate him? Activate him. Get him going. What no. do you think? Jeff? I wouldn't do it this game. Really? I, because you you might like. In my opinion, like I said, if Miami's going to win, it's going to be through running the ball. 
and Epinesa and Lawson are really good run stuffers. I know they're not your starters, but they're your, they're really good uh, run stuffers. Then they can set the edge, especially on those outside zone runs that we do. Miller looks to me this year like he's pressing for a sack. I see too often he comes in, he tries to do that inside spin move. If he does that against Miami, he's going to give up the edge to the outside. Absolutely, contain, gives up contain. So what I would do is I'd keep those two guys. Plus, Epinesa always bullies A.J. Jackson ever since the bowl game before they came out in the draft, right? Keep that. Remember, the, it was two years ago he beat uh, uh, A. Jackson like that and caved in uh, to his ribs. So, Oh, that's right. Yeah. I would keep Epinesa and Shaq Lawson loves to play against Miami because of the, you know, he played with us there and, and that stuff. And I've always been a fan of him. He's one of the best edge setters in the NFL. I would, I mean, at some point you want to see, get Vaughn going and see if playoff Vaughn will show up. Yep. But I would do that against a bit more of a pass heavy team. Like if you end up playing like Kansas city, that would be a good time to, to try and get him out. You know, I totally forgot about that part, man. I, I really did. And I'm looking at this, there's a lot of things that are going up against the the Dolphins here, because you got you got Shaq Lawson that makes it his business to just play well against the Miami Dolphins. That's number one, right? Obviously, it's, it's the rivalry. <clears throat> in my opinion, the rivalry is back up again, right? Where I mean, I don't think it's ever dissipated, but I think it's stronger. I feel like it's stronger as a league because both teams are pretty talented. But the fact that Josh has got the the edge, we want to try to keep that edge, and the fact mm -hmm. that now you guys are trying to get steal our our title away from us there's more motivation for us to try to get it and the fact that we're trying to not get eliminated it's just like it's one of those games where just it feels like this should go the yeah. best way but well like you'll know before the game if you're in a if you're in or not right yes for sure because you well, just need one of the Steelers or Jags to lose if I'm not mistaken so then, then let's, let's talk about this right so we got the let's go to the Jags Titans all right yeah that's so, I think that's more like like the Steelers might pull up an upset if depending upon how many players let's not go to let's not, let's, we'll take we'll take Steelers Jags aren't Jags are fighting for their lives against the Titans and this not, yeah but I'm not sure if uh the rookie there is playing quarterback you got his will Levis yeah Levis got crushed again last week I think you might see uh Tannehill I I just can't I just can't see it I uh, the Jags too much for the Jags to I mean they've laid a few stinkers lately but everything's on the line for them I, I feel like they'd they'd have to win. Because I'm looking at I'm I'm about to just pull up the game cast right now, uh, of this uh, Tennessee. There we go. There's the game cast. So this Tennessee Titans Jaguars game. First of all, Trevor Lawrence has been inconsistent this year. He's been very inconsistent. I don't know what's going on with that. And they're a pretty decent offense. Zay Jones is not a bad player at all. Um, Evan Ingram has had a monster year. Did you see the stats on Evan Ingram? Evan Ingram yeah. had over 100, rece 100 receptions this year. What? The great Zay Jones went down. Someone had to pick up the slack. My gosh, man. 100 receptions for a tight end is insane, first of all. Of yeah. all tight ends. I mean, not that he's a scrub because he's a good player. But I didn't anticipate that whatsoever. So right now, they have the matchup predictor as the Jaguars are 69.7% chance to win this game against the titans where the hell do the titans have a chance first of all is derrick henry playing that's number one yeah he might as well trevor lawrence is questionable um he's gonna play he's gotta play because like you said they're playing for their playoff lives 
Because yeah. if they don't win this, they're probably they're probably done. I I I called this like four weeks ago, three weeks ago, give or take. That I th- I think that they're not going to make the playoffs. And if I stick to my guns, Titans might come in and just and just really take them. Maybe they rally because if you think about it, <clears throat> DeAndre Hopkins is not a scrub. You know what I mean, and if Ryan Tannehill can reinvent himself, and pretty much he's auditioning for another squad, he's got to put good tape on. So. Put good tape on film, and you got D Hop that's trying to show that he's not washed because he's had some good years. He's got some good games in the, under his belt. Derrick Henry, if he comes in, maybe the Titans can do that. Mike Vrabel, hell of a coach. Maybe the Titans can pull it off. Maybe they they can pull it off, man. But Christian oh, Kirk is on the injured reserve, so he ain't, <laughs> that ain't gonna happen with him. Trevor yeah. is obviously questionable, and Zay Jones is questionable. So we'll see, man. Travis Etienne, we'll see how Tra- Travis Etienne does. Will Levis is questionable. I don't know, man. Well, it's this is gonna be a tough one. This is gonna be a tough one. Yeah, I can't see it. I can't. I mean, it would be great, but I can't see it, dude. The Jags are we're just we're on a four game losing streak before they beat Carolina twenty six nothing. So like they're still they're they're still kind of iffy. And then <laughs> you got listen in the last five games, both teams they're both they're both they lost four of their five games. So like it's it's up in the air, bro. It is up in the air. So even that one, I mean, I'm not, I'm not totally like gung ho that Jaguars are going to win this one because they could easily lose this one. Uh, so we'll see. That's, yeah. that's a toss up. Yeah. Now, we'll see. What's that? What I say? don't know what I want to be honest. Like, if you, if it's Bills have to win or get go in like to win or go home, then that might make it even harder for Miami. Um, do you know what I mean? If yeah. they're clinched, I mean, I de- they're still going to want to win the division, but maybe if they know at least they're making the playoffs, maybe instead of 42-10, we'll get like a 28 to, you know, 17. Yeah. Is, is there any other uh, scenario for the for the Dolphins that you guys face another squad? Uh, not if we, if we lose, it's automatic Chiefs. If we win, it just depends on the rest of the games. We could either play – uh, the three teams that are battling, right? We can either awesome. play Jacksonville. We can either play. Uh, Let's take a look. Uh, Let's take a look together. We're gonna look at the uh, the playoff uh, the playoff machine. Can you see that, Kev? Yeah. All right, straight. I don't know if you can see it very clearly. I'm gonna try to put this on the bottom here. Is that is that clear to you or not really? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, cool. So for those that are watching at home, I mean, obviously you already know what it is about the Bills. Uh, so week 17 is already in the books. So. Kev, when we talk about these Ravens and Steelers, I mean, the Ravens are 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 good. Schematically, they're good. They're well coached. Tyler Huntley ain't no scrub. When Tyler Huntley took over for Lamar Jackson last year, he had these boys rolling. So I'm not ready to concede. Steelers taking it to to the to the to Baltimore Ravens. I'm gonna give the the win to the Ravens. Right, this one right here is tough. Colts, Texans. I I don't know about that one. I, like, how do you feel about that one? Because I like C.J. Stroud. Yeah, I might pick the uh, the Texans. You think? Oh, you got the Texans? Okay, so let's let's say we pick the Texans and Browns, Bengals. I mean, does it really matter? I don't think it, it, it doesn't. But it doesn't Cleveland's locked in. I mean, you can pick it, but Cleveland's locked into the uh, the fifth seat. So then they're they're not moving anywhere. Uh, so this game here, we say let's just say the Titans win this one. Let's just say the Dolphins lose this one. All right. And uh, I'm trying to see if it's if you guys can if there's a scenario where you guys can end up playing another team. No, I'm positive because we're the only 
we'd be the only if you look at the other teams the other guys that are make the wild card teams they yep. can't hit 11 wins and we're already at 11 so yeah you're just locked in that's we're it locked, yeah we're locked into the uh sixth seed if we lose and casey's locked into the third seed no matter what happens either so if the dolphins win this sunday and the jags win but the steelers lose we play you guys again Right. If the Steelers win, obviously we're out. We don't want to have that scenario. But let's just say the Titans win. We there's no there's no other way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. It's you guys are that's it, man. Yeah. Oh boy. I'm trying to think. I mean, there's I thought there was a way that the Bills can play the uh oh there it is. So if the Ravens win but the Titans win, then we're against you guys are playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, which would be very interesting. But if the Colts win. Yeah, see, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. So, you guys, it's either if you guys win, which we can't have that happen. Um, man, there's so many scenarios that you can play out, but at the end of the day, we got to we got to take that and we got to win this game. And there's there's just there's no and ifs buts about it. Um, but I mean, listen, it's gonna be a fun one. The Bills and Dolphins are in the playoffs yet again. Uh, I promised you that I would give you information on uh, what was happening in 2008 pop culture. Uh, so Britney Spears makes her comeback. That's how long ago it was, man. Britney Spears made her comeback. I don't know. Um, where did she go? Was she was she on some kind of a... Remember she went crazy, shaved her head. Oh, yeah. Was that around that time? Okay, there you go. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched Twilight. Were you a big a big Twilight guy? No. no. Neither was I. Uh, Twilight movie saga begins. So that was the big old werewolf and all that nonsense was happening. Uh, so that, that, was, that, was, that was fun. Uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z tied the knot. Damn, that was a long time ago, man. That was the last time you guys won the division. It was when Brady blew out his knee. It was the Wildcat. Uh, year. Yes, Matt Castle. It was the Ricky and Ronnie team. Yeah, that was that was a good year. That was a good year for you guys. That was the Wildcat was born. You guys yeah. were just doing a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> Man, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt were together at one point. We we're having twins. Miley Cyrus was a thing back then, and she was that's when she was normal. Um, High School Musical came out. Uh, the the what do you Heath Ledger. Keith Ledger was out doing his thing. Like, come on, man. It's been a long time, brother. Woo! Yeah, I know. A long time. So hopefully we can continue. To top. Tropic Thunder 2008 came out. Man, it's been some time, brother. Dark Knight was out there. Yeah. Wow, so serious. I mean, all those things were happening. Um, it was a good time that year. That year was a great year. But, like, what, what year were you in now? 2020, 2024? Yeah. It's a long time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> So, yeah, that's a long time. That's all I'm trying. I'm trying Man, to say. You get a couple of a couple of decent seasons under your belt, and we forget what <laughs> 23 years. Uh, that 23 years is a little distant memory now. It does feel like a distant memory, though. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. It feels like a long time because I saw, I have to go back. Like, geez, when we were bad, man, I'd have to go back to like 2013, 2015. Because we were talking about you go back to 2018. What are you yeah. 20? That you know, we were that nine and seven. Oh, we're crowing about that. I'm nine and seven a bunch of times. You know what were you talking about the Bills? I mean, 2017, 2017. I mean, that's when uh, five games in 2017 or something like that. Yeah, that's what that was the Josh's second. His, no, 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 no. His first year, first he was year. a rookie. What did you go five and five seven. and eleven? They were in like six and ten or something like that. Six and ten, yeah. Six and ten. But, so the, we, but we were we were on the trajectory of going upwards because we had the playoffs the year before. So we knew we were gonna have some lumps. Genius backdoor sneaked in because you got <laughs> to play because you got to play Miami week 17 with their fourth string quarterback and a left tackle they brought up off the street. Do you remember that quarterback? I can't even remember his name. Who's talking about? 
when you get the guy the year you made the playoffs, you had to beat Miami and you played some quarterback. I don't even, no, no, I forget. I don't, my quarterback, I don't even know who he is anymore. He was some fourth string guy and uh, the left tackle we picked up off the street and oh, you guys won. And then, uh, and then you're the uh, what's his name there, the redhead Andy Dalton hit, uh, uh what's yeah, for the big one. Yeah, I think it was Tyler Boyd. Yeah, it was Tyler Boyd. Yeah, Tyler Boyd. I, I'm trying, I can't, why can't I think of that? Fuck, he was so bad. No, Cleo Lemon was even worse, but you know, this guy came in, he played like one game, he was like our fourth string quarterback. It was the year we, we tried to, the Tannehill blew out his knee. Can you guys help us? Had, can you guys help us find out who that, that quarterback that Kevin's talking about? Because now I'm curious, I don't know who. What year was it? What was it? Uh, 2016, 2017? Yeah, Trey White even got a pick in that game. I think it was the last time he got one. Um, <laughs> hit him right in the that's, that's how the game. That's how you guys won the game. It was uh, uh, Jay Cutler. That was the year, but Jay Cutler didn't play that last game. He played. Uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember this guy's name. And I'm telling you, the left tackle. So the left tackle was a street free agent. They signed that year. Oh, I mean, not like Jay Cutler was going to do any better, but like, I remember that. I, I I hear you, brother. Uh, listen, uh, I usually do because the wifey's busy right now, so she's not she's upstairs doing her thing. So I usually do a, a pick up, uh, and I get Jenna to pick uh, her games. Uh, she's been pretty decent, man. She uh she she hit nine games a couple weeks ago, and oh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, she was not bad actually. So last week, uh, she there picked it is. David fails Arizona Joe got it. David uh, Fields, that was a quarter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can understand why you're like, yo, I don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> I, yeah, he failed, that's for sure. The, what an awful name. Yeah. Uh, you know so, who I thought for your team was going to be good? I was wrong, but I thought this guy's really good because he always played well against uh, Miami. Oh, he was this backup quarterback you guys had. He played like, I don't know, like four or five games, but two of them were against Miami and he ripped us apart. It was like in the EJ Manuel era, but it wasn't him. He was like, uh, oh, it was before Tyrod. He was like a black dude. Oh, you're talking about, uh, you're talking about, um, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about, jeez. Uh, he came in, he he came in and did really well, actually. He did really well for a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he played like, yeah, I thought this guy was going to be really good. Yeah. Was it that, uh, Thad, Thad, Thad Lewis? No, not Thad it. Lewis. That is. is it? It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thaddeus Lewis. Thad Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, he was good for a bit there. Yeah, yeah. That that I was actually like, because like you you want uh you want to obviously like at the at that time, black quarterbacks were just known to be like just like athletic and and all they could do is just run the football. Like, listen, Thad was actually throwing the ball. He wasn't athletic. He wasn't that one of those guys that was going to take off. He was actually ripping that thing around. And uh, now freaking everybody's a freaking athlete. You got freaking Easton Stick that was looking like Michael Vick the other day. Like quarterbacks, yeah. you just, you're not going to get by with. I don't, how many quarterbacks now, right now, are stationary quarterbacks? Two, like what? Tua is Tua considered stationary? He's pretty mobile. Yeah, he, no, he's got no mobility. Tua, Cousins, uh, Car. I mean, Cars. Like these are guys that are like zero threat to run. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I guess so Flacco. Flacco. Yeah. I give Flacco because he's old school generation guy. I'm talking about like the newer cats. That have come in, a lot of them are damn. They're just, they're just pretty athletic, man. There's not many guys that just can't, that can't just like take off, man. Shit, <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. But yeah, but uh, Thad Lewis, man, you just brought me back with Thad Lewis. The amount <laughs> of quarterbacks that the Bills have gone through, my God, you guys too. Oh, we got so many bums. Yeah, Pat White. I thought Pat White was going to be something special. 
I was furious <laughs> the day we drafted Pat White. I'm not proud to say I was so pissed off when they drafted Pat White. That was the 2009 draft that I ended up at a bar and I was drunk and I got into a fight. And I'm telling you, the guy didn't really deserve it. I, he didn't deserve it, but it was I was furious over Pat White. He bumped into me, and I didn't like it. I was so mad. And then afterwards, I remember leaving the bar. Like, ladies, like, what are you doing? I was like, yeah. To go outside. I really didn't want them to take Pat White. Yeah. Yo, you lost your shit because the Dolphins took Pat White? <laughs> well, I had a few drinks. <laughs> That's why. That's actually yeah. funny. What, dude? What's, what's your problem? We drafted Pat White. That's my problem. Now get outside. We're going to fight. And sure enough, he came out. He played like three plays, and remember, he got just killed, like killed. I thought he was dead, and then uh, that was the end of him. Well, listen, we're gonna, we're gonna. I need you to make your picks, big guy. We're gonna make right. your picks. Uh, let me, uh, let me prop that up. Number one, first of all, I gotta, I gotta go through the, the games that Jenna picked last week because she, she picked uh, her games. So she picked the Vikings to win, and we know the Vikings lost. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the I'm gonna yep. circle was so the Vi- the Vikings lost the Cowboys won. She picked the Cowboys. She picked the Ravens to win, and boy, did they ever! Uh, she picked the Bills to win. The Bills won. Did the Falcons win last week? Mm, I don't think so. I'm I'm going through the I'm going through right now. The Falcons. No, they lost to the Bears. Oh, that's right. They did lose to the Bears, 37-17. So she she messed up on that one. The Texans. The Texans won. Yeah. Who did the Texans play? I forgot who they played. Uh, Titans. Yeah, 26. So they won the Colts. I think the Colts won as well. I can't yeah. believe the Colts won. I, I, I was like, I was like, I'm expecting them to, to lose to the Raiders. It was a close one. But the Colts, the Colts won the Jags. I think the Jags won as well. Yeah, they yeah, won that last one. Uh, the Rams, man, the Rams are hot right now, man. Yeah. Rams are absolutely hot. The Eagles, how did the Eagles do? I forgot who the Eagles so played. Some really good teams this year that have really struggled against the uh, Giants that needed a favorable call at the end. My gosh, the Giants, man. That's a, that's a, listen, Tyrod Taylor, bro. Got to give it to Tyrod, man. Tyrod was looking good. That boy's got one of the cleanest, most beautiful footballs you can throw. Oh, yes, the Eagles lost to the Cardinals. Keep, people keep disrespecting Kyler Murray like he ain't a good quarterback. Kyler mm-hmm. Murray is a nice quarterback, bro. He may be five foot eight or five, whatever he is, but he can sling that thing. Like he's meant to throw the football. Well, we we saw our Canadian uh, Sidney Brown there, the safety with the ninety nine yard uh, touchdown. Six, six. I think he's Scarborough. Yeah. Uh, is it from Toronto? Or he's Kitchener. He's Kitchener. That was a Kitchener boy. Sydney yeah, Brown boy. His uh, twin brothers, the Chase Brown, that plays running back, the rookie for uh, the Bengals. Yes, I know. There, there are two brothers yeah. in the league. That's actually amazing, yeah. man. These, these Canadians are coming up now, man. They're coming up. Uh, the Saints, I think the Saints won their last game. I didn't I didn't anticipate the Saints to win, but they did 23-13. So she picked the Saints, she picked the Niners, the Steelers won. Uh the Chargers. What are the Chargers? The Chargers lost? Yeah, they probably lost. Who did the Chargers play? They lost to the Broncos. Uh yes, the freaking bum Chargers. And uh obviously the Chiefs, the Chiefs won. So she picked one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten, eleven games, man. She didn't do bad. She didn't do bad at all. Not bad at all. So let's see if you can beat uh, Jenna in the picks for this week, Kevin. So you ready to make your picks, big guy? All right, let's do it. Kevin's picks, folks. All right, here we go. Uh, Steelers. Hold on, let me see what we got here. Okay, Steelers, Ravens. Uh, Ravens. Even even with the uh, Tyler Hundley, huh? 
Yeah, I just think they they can run the ball. All right, here we go. Texas Colts. Texans. All right. Uh, so those are your two Saturday games. Now here comes the Sunday games. Uh, Browns, Bengals. Browns. Based on their defense? Actually, I don't know. It's tough. I don't know if they're sitting anyone, to be honest. Because if I were the Browns, I'd be sitting guys because they can't they 100%. can't be yeah. So maybe let's just take the Bengals. Bengals? That's a wise yeah. move. That's a wise move. Uh Jake Brown's gonna come in. Vikings Lions. Lions. Because they're they're still trying to get that second seed, so they gotta win this one. Uh yeah. Jaguars, Titans. Jags. Look at the Jags, huh? All right. Uh Jets, Patriots. I gotta say the Patriots. You think the pass take this one? I that's, just it's the last, it's good, the last it might be the last game of Belichick's tenure there, right? Okay. It's hard to see Belichick going out with a loss, especially against the Jets when they've beaten them like 50 times in a row or something. Yeah, that's tough. That is tough. Uh Bucks Panthers. Actually, no, Falcon Saints. Ooh, that's tough. Where is it? Uh, it's in New Orleans. In New Orleans. I'll take the Saints because they're at home. They have a better defense. Apparently, the Saints have the loudest league. I think they're like out of the top ten stadiums, they're like number six. Crazy. Didn't expect that. Uh, Bucks Panthers. Let's go over the Bucks. But you know what? The Panthers played the Bucks tough last time. I just can't see it happening. Uh, Bears Packers. That's a big one. That's a huge. Yeah. One. Uh. Man, I want to say the Packers, or I'm, I'm thinking the Packers, but I really want to say the Bears. I'm going to just go with the Packers. I think they have more to play for. They do, and uh, if they make the playoffs, with I think if they win, they're in. I think they're they're in they're in, the, they're in that scenario, um, because that that NFC uh, NFC North is a tough one. But anyway, uh, Packers have no Pro Bowlers, and if they make it with the, they make it the, the the playoffs with no Pro Bowlers, that'd be that'd be pretty pretty impressive. impressive. Uh, I'm gonna go with the the. I think the Bears take this one. I think the the Bears defense is starting to come along. Yeah. And Justin Fields is playing super nice right now. They get the first overall pick. That's crazy. We're gonna talk about that in just a second. Uh, Broncos Raiders. Mm, at, at, in Las Vegas. Uh, yep. I'll go with the. Uh, I'll go with the the Raiders. It's a good pick. They're playing hard for their coach. Eagles Giants. <laughs> Eagles. Eagles, there you go. I mean, I don't know if I, I don't. I'm not even ready to give them that game, to be honest with you. No, uh, I just think like Seahawks, Cardinals, Seahawks. Yeah, I, mean, I think uh, I think the Cardinals come out and 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 actually <laughs> make something happen there. Divisional game on top of that, Chiefs, Chargers. I'll go with the Chiefs. I'm not going to waste your time. And uh, Cowboys, Commanders. The Cowboys. Oh, yeah, if they win, they win the division. Okay, yeah. So they're definitely going to win that one. And yeah. then obviously the Bills, Dolphins. You taking the Dolphins? No, I'm taking the Bills. Smart man, you're a smart man. Uh, two things. Dak Prescott is the best player on the Dallas Cowboys. False. Who is? Micah Parson. Now, I was listening to a show today, and James Jones said that Dak Prescott is the best player on the Dallas Cowboys, and Lashawn McCoy. <laughs> Are you nuts? Like, Michael Parsons is clearly the best player on the play. He's like, well, think about it. He's like, he talk, He started talking about all the teams that freaking the Dolphins came in and gave it to him, although it was a close one. 
the Bills came in and ran all over them, right? And he was talking about all the all the, the games that the the Dolphins, excuse me, the Cowboys lost. They got dropped. They got beat down. And where was Michael Parsons then, right? When you need him to show up, he didn't show up. Dak Prescott, on the other hand, has got these boys rolling. CeeDee Lamb is having one of the best careers, best games of, of seasons of his career because of who? Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is not getting the love he deserves. And he was making a case. I was like, you know what? I might have to give him because you take Dak Prescott off that squad. It, it ain't happening. The Dallas Cowboys yeah. are in his competitive. You can say that about any quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, pretty much. Uh, Dak Prescott is more important because he's a quarterback. But if you're just judging on who's a better football player, I think Dax maybe cracks the top six of the Cowboys. But not the best player in the team? No. I think that CeeDee Lamb's individually a better player. I think that Micah Parsons is a better player. I think that, um, what's his name, Zach Martin is a better player. I mean, but again, like I, it's more important to have Dak than it would be to have Zach Martin. But if you're just judging them based on how they play compared to their peers, so I do. I, so no, I don't think he's the best player on the Cowboys. Uh, Papa Peck in the house. That's my man, Jeff King. Kevin Rico, good to see you and happy New Year's to both of you. Uh, salute to my guy, Jeff King. Salute to you, man. Happy yeah. New Year to you as well. Uh, Kevin, how long can we continue to do this Happy New Year thing? Because I still have people saying Happy New Year to me, and I'm getting sick of it. And not, uh, not because not because it's Jeff King, because I haven't seen Jeff King yet, right? Yeah, we love. When does Happy New Year stop? I think you got to do it. I think it's got to stop Sunday. Wow, it's not going to be a Happy New Year for me. But, uh, <laughs> that's true. But yeah, because th- I get people say Happy New Year. Hey, fam, we were we're three days in. Three days in, we're done. We we got to stop. We got to stop with the Happy New Year stuff because they January first. Obviously, nobody's at work. Everybody's doing the thing. January second by case. I think yeah, it's if it's the first time you've seen someone and it's within the first week, I think it's acceptable. Like if you haven't talked to them or seen them and they see you like today and they said it, I don't think it's bad. If if you saw if the first time they see you is February and they say it, then you know that's weird. What is the pro I mean, I'm gonna go to the chat. What's the appropriate time where you just it's cut off? That's it. Somebody says one week in January, first week of January. (laughs) <laughs> that's it you got the first week and that's it so if you're, yeah. you're three weeks in hey haven't seen you happy new year knock it off yeah knock it off knock it off susan we're not doing that shit today right uh but i always felt that you know first three days should be should be should be enough january 2nd somebody go, yo you guys are quick with it january 2nd that's it man <laughs> we on we on to bigger better things uh let's move on to the next topic sir justin fields he is a quarterback right now that's uh, that's starting to play well on the down stretch of the year. The Bears have a litany. They have a freaking abundance of picks. And mm-hmm. uh, they got the number one pick because the Panthers are just trash. And the Panthers just gave up the farm to draft a quarterback that's, that's still got, I need to see more from. Yeah. What do you do if you're the Bears with that first pick? Do you move on from Justin Fields? Because I've heard a lot of scenarios. Move on from Justin Fields, just grab Caleb Williams and just call it a day. Let's go. Because that guy's a real deal. Or do you build around Do you build around uh, Justin Fields? Give him, you got DJ Moore. You got a good tight end. I mean, yeah. maybe give him a running back and give him another receiver. And Bob's your uncle. You're going to have yourself a player. Or do you still draft Caleb Williams regardless and then have both those guys on the squad and, and go from there? 
what are your thoughts? Because that drafting both kind of threw me for a loop. I was like, shit, you can't. I would, I would take Caleb Williams, and I'd move on from Fields. Um, if they you go the route, the somebody, yeah. If they were going, um, if they were going to, you know, if you you had to go another route, like who are you going to take, Marvin Harrison Jr. first overall, a wideout? Okay, you trade down. Obviously, you'd have. To I trade. would, I would, I, but you got to trade down like maybe to three, so you still have a shot at Marvin Harrison Jr. That's what I would do. So I would take Caleb one. If you want to stay with Fields, you want to move down. See if someone, I don't know who's going to finish three yet. See if they want to come up to one to get the QB. Because then QBs are going to go one and two. And then you still get Marvin Harrison Jr. at three. Plus you get to right. pick up something. Because like. Uh, Marvin you know, Harrison Jr. The, that's that. He's the cream of the crop at receivers. Yeah. And he's like, a, he's a Calvin Johnson type prospect. Meaning, it was like not seeing their games are the same, just like that level of athleticism, like that, that hype around him. He's like an Andrew Luck type prospect where everyone knew this guy was going to, you know, be really, really good. So I, I was, I, I was told another thing too. Um, who's this other receiver that if it's not Marvin, Marvin, not Keon Coleman, I think it's Keon Coleman. Um, there was another receiver that somebody was, was saying that was that dude. If it's not Marvin Harrison, uh, let me then let me see if the name lose me right now. Rome Odonze. Mm, yeah, but you can't draft him top three. Is he not good enough to be like? I mean, they said you trade down and get him because he's just as just as he would be just as good paired. Because it's not about like getting a number one receiver. You don't need a number one when you have DJ Moore, right? You need someone that can be a nice compliment. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't even go Marvin Harrison Jr. because I already have my number one. So I would drop down and acquire more picks, but get someone that's potent enough to be right next to my man DJ Moore because DJ Moore is a he's a dog. He's, he's good. Dog. Uh, but I like I like that. Go go ahead and build around the quarterback, but you don't feel like you should build around. You should go get Caleb, and then trade down a little bit, and then pick up another receiver and keep going. Uh, I just I'm, don't. I don't know. It'll be tough. Fields. Uh, if had this been two weeks ago, you asked me, I would have said unquestionably take Caleb Williams. I had no real belief in Justin Fields. I think he was a piss poor passer and he was a good athlete. Neighbors. The last, the last few, the last few weeks, he's shown a bit, he's shown some more. Um, I don't know, man. It's just Caleb Williams is really, really good. Um, It's tough. And you can still get some assets for Fields. Plus you reset the rookie clock, right? So if you, you do that now, all of a sudden you're back again on year one of that rookie contract, which in the NFL is a huge thing. Because now you can afford to buy all these, you know, guys around them until the contract, uh, until they have to get extended. Um, and I just, I don't know. That's what I would do. But who knows? All right. Uh, next topic. We're going to hit Wait, on. Uh, Jay yeah. Stone. I'm reading this guy. So I assume he's a Dolphins fan here. Wait. Clip his streams. I don't know. He was talking about up. He was talking about who he wants. A, he wishes there was someone like you. For the Dolphins community, and instead we got TD Foolish Talk, which I love. Hold on, hold on. I gotta because that me, guy drives me nuts. I need to find. I need to find that it's because like uh, nine fifty one. All right, let me try to let me try. Yeah. Oh, nine fifty way back. Okay. Yeah, nine fifty one p.m. I well, whatever. I know you're. I won't say it, but I'm not a fan of, of that. What's wrong with TD? Oh, he's fucking used. I know. I, I don't know. I don't. I know you don't want to. You don't want to talk negative. Listen, TD. If you follow, if you 
you got to know TD for what he does. And TD is entertaining. He gets it. Because a lot of times, people don't know how to use social media. I'm one of them. I don't know how to use social media. I'm just like, I'm just here to just talk my shit and and keep going. Some might say, yo, you do know what you're doing. I fucking don't know. I'm just just rolling with it. I learn along the way. He's learned the way to kind of keep people engage piss them off but he, he, enough he, for he tries to, to pull the same tricks that guys like coward not do where they intentionally say over the top ridiculous things because they're looking for a reaction and the easiest way to trigger any dolphins fan is to shit on tua now you know my view i don't think he's a superstar i think he's a good quarterback not a great quarterback so it doesn't really bother me too much but his whole shtick was just how badly could he, you know, shit on two and on and get them enraged. So, anyways, that maybe the <laughs> next. Okay. You're not. You're not. And Kevin's not a shit talker. He's not talking shit. He's just no, no. I, yeah, like I said, just I didn't like that angle he took. So I get it. But uh, Jay, if I were to suggest someone, my favorite um, that I like to watch is uh, Kyle Krabs. He's my favorite Dolphins guy. Is Kyle um, Krabs a winner? He's a, we met him. He said that, uh, oh, you weren't there that year. The I wasn't there. I wasn't there. The old, uh, he was like Joe Marino's partner from the draft network. Oh, that's right. You told me about that. Yeah. Cool yeah they had the, remember the draft dude show? Yeah. They have, they have a new show now, uh, Locked On and whatever, but he does yeah. Locked On Dolphins. Um, I like him because he's fair. Like, I mean, it's a dolphin show, so you have to be a little bit more pro than you probably are in real life, True. but he's not like over the top Homer. He'll tell it like it is. If he's pissed, he's pissed. And he's, uh, to my, I find he's super knowledgeable. He'll really break things down. Plus, as a bonus, if you're into the draft, he's really good at that. So you get a bunch of draft nuggets along the way. And that's the thing. And for me, I, I'm a fan of TD because TD, he's knowledgeable. If you, and, and you got two different TDs. If you go to TD Bleacher Report, you know what I mean? He's calm. He's cool. He, he's knowledgeable. He loves his squad, but he also knows the entertainment part. If you're boring, ain't nobody going to try to come see you. That's just the way it is, folks. You can have all analytics on your on your channel. If you're all analytics and no flair, it's not for everybody. I know, but you have flair, but you, you what do you say it with your chest? The, your yeah, chest 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 that, right? So you, you have flair, but you like believe what you're saying. I think he well, I think he flat out says shit he doesn't really believe. Ah fuck, I don't want to get into it. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna I just I'll leave it at this. I think you're a different breed because you're genuine and you you know sometimes you flip out on the team because you feel a certain way, and sometimes yeah, you're yeah. positive on the team because you feel a certain way, but there's no phoniness. You just say it like you feel at the time. It's yeah, not yeah. it's not contrived to try and get reaction. You're out here, you talk to the people. If they tune in, they tune in. If they don't, they don't. You're having a good time. I straight people, up tell people, if you don't fucking like me, get yeah. the fuck on. I'm not here and, for you. And people respond to you. Ain't gotta, and you ain't got to be here for me. You can go. That's, why, the- that's why you get it. That's why you got the show. You know what I mean? No one's going <laughs> to tune in for me unless it's like a stockbroker report. <laughs> yeah, but to be honest with you, uh, I try I try to be as, as honest and as, as possible. But I know I'm not, a, I'm not for a lot of people. And I tell them, yo, get the fuck on. It may not be the best thing to do, but I don't give a fuck. You don't like me, shoot. But uh, anyway, but there's different content for different people, uh, which brings me to your content um, and your quarterback. Y'all got to figure out what you're going to do with with Tua. I've always been, I've been wanting to ask you this for the longest time. What do you, what you going to do with Tua, man? Because if you pay Tua and you pay him the money that, I mean, the market is saying that he's he deserves, 
Yeah. Bro, there's not a whole lot you could do with the rest of the squad, man. You're going to be dealing with Tua, Tyreek, Ramsey. I mean, those are your biggest contracts, I think, right now. Uh, who's your other biggest contract? Uh, Xavier Howard? Yeah, Howard's, Howard's gone after this year. They're going to cut so, him. Okay. I think so. So they're going to – then and then the next biggest contract um, is like Teron Armstead. He's only got one or two years left. But then, and then Emmanuel Ogba. So the what they're going to do is they're going to get rid of Ogba because they paid him big money, and then they switch schemes on him. And this he doesn't really fit this scheme. He's having a decent year. He's got like five and a half sacks as a backup, which is pretty good. Yeah. But he's, uh, yeah, like he's 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 a he's a slightly better Trey White at this stage of his career. You know what I mean? Both of them are finished. Both of them, it's time for them. To oh, I feel I feel for I don't know what we're gonna do with. I mean, I'll get on the Trey White afterwards, but like two. Well, yeah. Like Howard had a decent year. Like all of his metrics are pretty good. Everything's pretty good. He's not getting the picks like he used to. He's not a superstar, but like he's not bad. Like if he's a he's a good starter, but he, he makes too much money to be a good starter. If you pay that much money, he's got to be like he's got to be an all pro at that at that salary, right? So they're gonna get out of his contract. I don't think he'll be here next year. I don't think uh, Emmanuel Ogbo will be here next year. And right away, that you just freed up like thirty one million dollars. No doubt. Uh, and then if they sign Tua, what they're going to do is do the same thing Josh Allen did. They're yep. going to sign, yeah, Chubb's got a big one. But he's earned it this year. Then he got hurt again. But uh, with Tua, what they're going to do is they'll sign it. They'll put everything out later on in the thing. His cap figure for next year will end up being, like, super small. They don't have – like, next year is his guaranteed year, right? So he's already on the books for whatever that's running at. I think it's, for them it's, like, 20-some million where they could re-sign him for like four years or whatever, and then extend it out through, put a couple of void years on the back and the cap hit will be much smaller if they sign him to an extension than it would be if they just let him play out his fifth year. Uh, that's going to be tough for you, man. I mean, y'all got to figure it out with Tua, man. He's going to hold out. You, maybe, uh, so, you know, and you knew I was a, a pretty tough critic on for him. For sure. Um, because, and I still don't think he has it. Like, I think he's good. I think he's a top 10 quarterback. But my problem is, I hope, Jay, I hope he seems like maybe that kind of guy. I hope. But uh, I don't know, man. I can't. Uh, I don't know. It's tough. He's. It's not like the Daniel Jones. Like he's better than Daniel Jones and that sort of stuff to resign. So I think you could resign him and I think he'll do pretty well. But the problem is, is that if, if things break down around him, it's, I don't know. It's tough. The other thing though, is he's 25 years old. And if a guy yeah, can't move and if, and if a guy can't move, if you're a Brady or a Manning type breeze type, I'm not saying he's that their level, but like that kind of style of quarterback, right, it right, takes right. a while to dig to, to, Cause Brady wasn't Brady for the first like six, seven years. They won because of defensive running. And it was only later on when he started figuring everything out, so maybe, but I don't know, man. I think they have to re-sign him because, like, how do you say, okay, you just led the NFL in passing. You're, like, leading the NFL in yards per attempt, yards per completion, or you're, like, top five in, like, five of the major categories. And we're going to toss him? I don't know. Dude, you need, you're, you, need, you need a long-term guy, man. And Tua might be the answer for you guys because if you don't go for Tua or if you don't do something with Tua, then you're going to be in QB purgatory again. You don't. You can't have that. And Mike McDaniels works well with Tua. I can't see why they don't bring him back and give him the numbers that he deserves. And and uh, he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. 
Now, if you could go back between Tua and Justin Herbert, would you would you take Justin Herbert over Tua? Because I know you were you were not a fan of uh, Justin Herbert. You didn't feel like he was he was that dude. Man, would, Herbert, you would you change it up? I don't know, man. Picture Herbert with Tyreek Hill. I know, but, but picture him. It's not like he has nothing around him. He has, has had a really good offensive line. Rayshon Slater is an all pro. He has a really good center. He's got decent, uh, I forget his name right now, decent left guard. He's got uh, Keenan Allen is no slouch. No, nope. Mike Williams is hurt all the time. He had all these guys. He had Hunter Henry, who was no slouch. He's got Austin Eckler, who was no slouch. And it, Herbert is a, a, is a elite quarters, one through three quarter, uh, one through three quarters. <laughs> and every fourth quarter, almost like clockwork, you can predict he's going to take some sort of stupid sack. He's going to throw a dumb interception or he does weird stuff. Like you'll just throw the ball 15 uh, rows up in the stands, like on fourth down. You're just like, what do you, like he did against Auburn in, in the bowl game. It's like, what are you doing? You know, he's more talented. He's a hundred times more talented than Tua. But you had Staley Unquestionably. Was coach. Staley was his coach. Anybody, ah. anybody trying to respect that? You know what I mean? Staley, yeah, Staley's a defensive coach. He's not meddling in the offense. Anyone trying to pin it on that makes no sense. That's like trying to blame McDermott for uh, the passing scheme that Allen had his first couple of years. It, but, I'm not saying there's anything wrong. I'm just saying, like, it's not. He's a defensive coach. He handled the defensive side. And Kellen Moore put up, like, 400 and some points with Dallas last year with Dak Prescott. Yep. Yeah. And now he goes over to the, to the Chargers. And, and, and the Cowboys don't have any weapons other than they have a really good O-line. But other than CeeDee Lamb, like, who? what else they got? Damn, and he got paid. Herbert got paid. So if the choice is between Herbert to or start over, I, I don't know, man. I'd probably start <laughs> over. But the problem is, is we're picking. We're going to be picking in the 20s, you know. So, so I don't know. The correct answer is don't win that game against the Bengals that year and pick Joe Burrow. Yeah, that would have been nice. Now, that would have been a problem. Um, They're saying that maybe Caleb Williams could go to the – I mean, this affects us both because we're in the AFC East, but the Caleb Williams could be drafted by the uh, the uh, New England Patriots, the way the oh, things are playing. Um, that would be awful for sure. So here's uh, Signified Noah says uh, there's a report going around that Pats are highly unlikely to fire Bill Belichick. I, yeah. I already I found that to be odd. They've been saying that for months too. It's like they've been saying it a lot. When Why I would said you it, Bill Belichick? Why let him leave on his own? I don't so, get that. I never believed it. Yeah, the problem is, is they need to they they should have fired Bill Belichick, the GM, five six years ago, and you know, and the GM, but, yes. but he's the GM and captain. He's still a, the probably the greatest coach of all time. But the problem is, is that he's so he's Bill Belichick. How do you how do you strip him of his GM nice. powers? And with his pride, he's not going to stay. So I think. I think they'll keep him because they keep saying they will. But man, man, he's killing that franchise, killing that franchise, not coaching on the field. He he gives himself what is it like the old uh, adage like uh, if you want me to cook you a good meal, give me good ingredients. Yep. Right? He's giving himself table scraps, and he's somehow <laughs> and he's, he's he's working at a soup kitchen, and he's somehow preparing nice meals. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck. and he's the one buying the ingredients. Yeah, it's terrible. He's going to, it's like he's going to to uh, he's going to fresh go to buy his shit. Come on now, you gotta be better than that. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be better than that big guy. Yeah. But and honestly, they they should have got rid of 
the GM a long time ago. Like it, he lost me. I mean, he lost me a long time ago, but he lost me when you drafted Cole Strange. Are you kidding me? It, it, you lost me when you drafted Nikhil Harry that high. And oh, Nikhil dude, Harry was when they when they spent all that money oh. on like the tight ends, they spent more money than anyone in NFL history in free agency. And none of these guys were like game changers. And hunting. Yeah. I get it. The premise was cool. You want to go back to the old days of Gronk and but no, bro, it's not gonna work. You don't got Tom Brady. You gotta change everything up. Let me Taekwon Thornton. Come on, man. As a Pats fan, you're looking at this like, dude, get it together or craft. Yo, yeah. I love you. I love you as a head coach. You're my guy. You're not going nowhere. But the GM, I can't fuck with that guy. That I guy, know, but I, I think he's too, he's Bill Belichick. I don't think his pride would allow himself to accept that. I think he would leave. You think so? so? I think you're either, I think so. I think if you said, Bill, we don't think you're doing a good job as a GM. We're going to fight. We're going to hire someone to be your boss. Essentially, uh, yes. No way. Maybe they can get away with trying to hire some glorified and call him director of college scouting or something so that he doesn't technically Belichick doesn't report to him but yeah, then who's going to want that role that's right true. That's which true. g which good gm is going to want to step into a role where he's not he doesn't oversee his own coaching department but hear me out though if his track record his track record doesn't prove that he's done anything with the patriots so nobody's going to want to he's not going to want somebody to be his boss fine you go somewhere else you're gonna you're gonna have someone be your boss so like whether you can be you can be in the search for who can be your boss, or you're gonna go in someone else is gonna be your boss. He's gonna tell you, This is the guy I'm drafting. I don't give a fuck what you say, you just need to coach. That's your job, Bill Belichick. You yeah, I mean this new school way of doing things. I know you're right. I'm just saying I don't think it'll happen yeah. because you know it's like when you have a job, right? And you're the manager, and if you go take a supervisor job, which is a step down somewhere else, that's yep. one thing. That's if right. They demote you. And you stay in the same company, seeing <laughs> the same people every day, but now you're a supervisor instead of a manager. And now you That's have right. a new manager. Everyone's going to be looking around. It's going to be super awkward. And it's going to be some young kid. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> a first, you know, some, some guru. He's going to order Bill uh, around? Ah, yeah. No way. And it'd be tough, too, because, like, it, especially we're using NFL, uh, like, you know who Bill Belichick is. You know. So, like, now you're going to be walking on eggshells on okay bill we're gonna draft this what do you think i don't like it okay uh you can't have that you need someone yeah. that's an alpha that comes in and says i don't give a fuck who bill is this is what we're yeah. gonna do and we're gonna do it like this that's so a, it's a, that's it's a, a set okay. of balls if you do that like to, <laughs> like i'm i'm first gm job i'm gonna i don't care who bill belichick is like Could i like to meet that guy because he's got a brass balls ain't nobody ever gonna disrespect bill belichick like that uh but Robert Kraft, I mean, if they're if they're really truly trying to keep Robert Kraft, uh, then so so be it. Uh listen, I I this is what I'm trying to do with these Friday shows, by the way. You you noticed it. We tailor away from Bill's Dolphins and we go to NFL talk. Cause I find that we we pigeonhole ourselves too much in just Bill's Dolphins, Pats, like fuck, let's talk football, period. Um listen to this. Who's the better receiver between Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Who would you who would you rather? Justin to me, Jefferson. I know my answer. Justin Jefferson. By far. All right. Jefferson's the best receiver in the league. Be, by far. I think he's amazing. I mean, Devontae Adams, I really love Devontae Adams. And I think Devontae Adams they're, Adam they're think too. We all know who number two is. You think? Yeah. I mean, Adams is great. Adams is amazing, man. 
But he Justin is. Jefferson is amazing. He's uh, Jefferson's you know, number one. He's number one. There's no question. Yeah. He's number one. Um, Jamar Chase apparently is like, hey, I know my contract's coming up, and I ain't signing my contract until Justin Jefferson signs his contract. What are you doing? Yo, if you think you're going to get the same money Justin Jefferson gets, you're nuts. You're nuts. It's not happening. And you got Justin Jefferson being thrown to you by Kirk freaking Cousins, Nick Mullins, yeah, and Josh Dobbs. Fuck off. You know what I'm saying? And you got you got one of the better quarterbacks in, in Burrow. Stop it. I'm going to wait till he gets paid first. Yo, Justin Jefferson is too, he's too nice. The Vikings made such a transition. You trade away Stefan Diggs, which was a solid player, to bring in Justin Jefferson. He kills it? Oh, man. What a way to transition from one to the other. So you know, it's insane. How do you upgrade from Diggs? <laughs> and they did. And you they know what did. I mean? And that's not a shot at Diggs. Diggs is amazing. But like Jefferson, in my opinion, is the best receiver in the game. Oh, no. It, that it, catch it, he had against you guys. Oh, my God. That was insane. I'm mad because it shouldn't have been a catch. It should have been a bat down. But those fools tried to catch that thing and try to I mean, make a name for himself, try to get an interception. You can't. It's Justin Jefferson for crying out loud, man. That boy, nice. Um, the reason I bring up Jamar Chase is because he wants that he wants that contract contract extension, and he's like, you know, I ain't signing mine until Justin signs his. So we're about to see two of the biggest biggest stars at receiver uh, come in and uh, and try to try to get paid. He's a, he's a little he's really arrogant, Chase. Eh? I think he I'm sure he thinks he's better than Jefferson because remember they like, were college teammates, right? And he was kind of. You know, you can argue who was the better college player, but he thinks he was the better college player because he was the big, big play guy uh, on that LSU team. So I think he's waiting. I think he's waiting. Uh, I, think he, I think he wants more. Let, uh, I'm just reading something right here. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching uh, Pat McAfee. I'm a big fan of Pat McAfee. I think everybody is. Pat McAfee's mm-hmm. that dude. Uh, are you? Have you been reading some stuff that's been going on with Pat McAfee? Nah, you know, the last thing I saw was the because he keeps having Aaron Rodgers on it, eh? and uh, I saw Aaron Rodgers getting that beef. What's his name? Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. No, yo, man, Jimmy Kimmel might have to be nervous because that list is coming out, and Jimmy Kimmel's like, "How dare you? I'm gonna sue your ass." <laughs> it's all about vaccine, unvaccine, and, and Aaron Rodgers is being just a dick, purposely. Yeah. Saying, "Hey, if anybody wants to have a conversation, you're gonna have to just declare if you're vaxxed or not." I think it's yeah. funny. Uh, but people are like, oh, he's such an asshole. But anyway, uh, apparently, Pat McAfee's got some issues with ESPN. Man, this guy just signed a newly, a newly signed, fresh five-year deal, bro. Don't mess this up. ESPN is paying you big money, brother. But he was making money no matter what. So regardless of the situation, but apparently, someone on the inside is trying to is trying to ruin his uh, his tenure with ESPN, and he called it out. And he's like, yo, this guy, this guy right here is being a rat, and he's ratting. He's trying to sabotage my shit. Golly. Some people, yo, when people start to make it up, man, if they want to tear you down, they can tear you down real quick. It's, yeah, it's, it's something else, man. Um, couple more topics to hit before uh, before I let you go, and I appreciate you. Hey, how's your lady? She good? She good? No, she's all right. Tell yeah. her, tell her, I said, what's up? I um, want to hear who's. Uh, I want to hear you. So, who's wide receiver three then? Uh, in the in the, in the league right now? Yeah, in the league right now. Yeah. Ooh, because you said Adams is two, right? I like Adams, man. That's I, cool. So who's three? <sighs> you know where I'm going. I know exactly where you're going with this. And you can, only a homer, only a homer <laughs> is going to say fucking Stefan Diggs is better than Tyler. <laughs> only a homer. 
outproduced every year. You know what I mean? Three. Kyrie's number three. Hands down, number three. And then this is where things get muddy. This is where things get muddy because you got to throw in um, CD Lamb is having a, a nasty year. You got to give it, you got to give CD Lamb his props. He's having a nasty year. Um, and then you got to put Diggs in there. I don't care what anybody said. Diggs is still, he's still top. Uh, other than that, I'm trying to think of who at this point is Diggs better who? than Chase. Um, I will take Diggs over Chase right now. I'll take Diggs over Chase right now. Uh, Chase is on his he's on his way to becoming that that dude because there there's some games where Chase is erased, he's irrelevant, but Diggs as well. I mean, there's games where you scheme someone and they just can't be can't be doing shit. But if I'm giving you my top five right now, like right this second right now. Justin Jefferson, uh, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. I'm not going to hate on Cooper Cup because I love Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is yeah. I and I always forget about Butch yeah, 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 yeah. The guy won the triple Cubs crown like a couple nasty years receiver. Uh, I'll go. We know why. We know why. <laughs> we know why. <laughs> we know why. But yeah. you know what? If you go, but if you go to the running backs, you you go. You know who number one is right off the bat. That's because like you, there is no other answer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Henry's, you know, Henry's not Henry, right? But yeah. anymore, but like he's still good, but he's not Henry of a couple of years ago. So it's like the, you have to save McCaffrey right now. <laughs> you do, but, you do. Uh, and that's because Nick Chubb blew his knee. Otherwise, you get a lot of Nick Chubb answers too, right? Love Nick Chubb. Love Nick but, Chubb. Uh, um, yo, that's a, that's a really good question. So I to go if I if I'm Tyler H wants to know what is Tyreek Hill better at, at than Diggs besides being fast? Well, that's the number one prerequisite for the position. So um, I'll tell you right now, if you ask 32 defensive coordinators who dictates coverage more, Tyreek Hill or Stefan Diggs, it will go to Tyreek Hill. That's true. Now, it's not a slander on Diggs. I think Diggs is elite. I think I'm, I'm, I'm every time we play him, I, I'm waiting for him to, to, to kill us. You know what I mean? He's an elite player. But you guys spend all your time telling us, telling me how two is trash. So why is Hill? able to so vastly outproduce Diggs with a shittier quarterback, with a crappier, I shouldn't swear, sorry, with a crappier offensive line and with a viable uh, guy that takes up targets beside him in, in Waddle. Because Waddle's three years in a row, he's got a 1,000 yards. Does he have 1,000 yards this year again? He's got a 1,000 yards. And he's missed a couple games. Yeah. He would Russell. have been up around 1,300. Yep. So I need to know. You know what I mean? So if – What's happening here? I think that he, I think that Diggs is uh, he does have better Diggs hands. Diggs is a top five receiver. He does have better yes, he is. And he does have better hands and he is a better route runner. Although I will say that Tyreek Hill's route running is underrated. Everyone just thinks he's fast. Every corner in the league will tell you that's false, but every media and fans are like, oh, he's just fast. But we're we're talking about speed, we're talking about like one of the fastest ever at the position. And I'm not talking about stopwatch Ty, uh, Taekwon Thornton time. I'm talking about like when he's Game on speed. the field. Yeah, like if Game I were to pick a play at random, I don't know, when he scored the long touchdown against you guys in the playoffs a couple of years. I know years. exactly what you're talking about. He gave us caught that slant and it was gone. gone. And, and the safeties, no and your safeties are all pro guys and they're fantastic players. Michael Hyde's my favorite bill in the last like 10 years. I love that yeah. guy. So good. Him and, and, and Poyer, they just they couldn't catch him. 
No. They couldn't even get an angle on him. Dude, they he's, the wrong angle. He's, he's this guy. You can't teach that shit. It's, it's when you have a, like, if we had a guy like that on our squad right now, like, we tried that with De- Deontay Hardy. We saw how that worked out. Deontay Hardy is fast, but you got to yeah. be able to have everything else with it. So and that's like, what I'm saying. Like, one guy saying James Jett was faster. Agreed. Yeah. yeah, he was faster, like, with a stopwatch in a straight line running a 40. But with the ball in their hands, and we're talking also the instant acceleration, there is no one other than Randy Moss who is a more feared deep threat. Now, if we're just talking in the red zone, I would take Diggs because he can shake guys and he's, you know, he's better at that. And again, please understand, I have the utmost respect for Diggs. You don't got to explain he's that shit. We know that. Well, I think he is. He's a fantastic player. Yep. But Hill's number two. Justin Jefferson is one because he's a mean. Hold on. Let me give you my five and you give your five. Okay. All right. So I'll give you, give me Justin Jefferson. You can put this in order however you want to. Like, these are my five right now, as of right now. So Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill. Those are my five right now. If you, those are my five, like you put those five on, a, on any team, that's a nasty list. What's your five? Jefferson one. Yeah, Jefferson one. Yep. Hill two. Adams three. I don't think you want to put Diggs. I feel like you don't want to. No, put I do. Okay, so here's here's my dilemma. I have Cup, Diggs, and Chase as the next three guys. And if you put C.D. Lamb, no, I have the. I would I would take those guys over him. C.D. Lamb, he's the next guy. Okay, but I would take Diggs over Lamb. I would take Chase over Lamb, and I would take Cooper Cup over Lamb. What about AJ Brown? Oh fuck, I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That's tough. AJ Brown, man. I still think. I mean, Cup. Uh, puts up insane numbers with nothing around him. Like this year, he has Puka, but before yeah. that, like who do you, who else do you have? Tutu Atwell. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? And ah, it's so tough. It's so it tough. tough. You could put anything. I think that Diggs. I will say Diggs is a top five player. Top five. But I, I like this. people are saying, well, if speed's the most important, why wasn't Roscoe Parrish in the Hall of Fame? That's my argument. Or TJ Graham. That's but that's my argument. If it was only speed. Why is he so much better and outproducing than every other speed receiver in the NFL? I'll give you the next. He's what? Maybe a tenth of a second faster than like the really, really, really fast guys. And there's guys with better clock speed. So why does he look faster? It's not because he's just fast. He's got game speed. He's got the ability to instantly accelerate. Someone wrote that his strength was underrated, which is true. He's a former running back, right? So he's stocky. So it's sometimes it's tougher to get him with the with the one hands, and he's very shifty. And when he gets those little screens, he can go. But it's a different it's a different speed because he can run routes, not to the degree degree of digs, but he is a decent route runner. It's a very underrated part of his game, and he hits his top speed in an instant, and that's kind of what separates him. And there's other fast guys, so why don't they always succeed? Well, so obviously Hill's guy. got more in the bag than just being fast. There's one guy that you could say that his speed definitely garnered him um, being in the league. I, I I never realized how long he was in the league. He's not playing. He officially retired, I think, this year, and that's with Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson's speed was like same thing, like, and his speed was his forty time isn't like like it's good. Yeah, but it's not like wow, he's so much faster than everyone. But when he's on the field, 
what was he 47 or something last year? Can he caught like a couple of long bombs? Ooh, he man, still out running everyone. Still run. He's like he's like uh, the John John BB. I'm old enough to remember Don BB. He was fast. He Don BB was, was like he was like he's very quick. Was he quick quicker than fast? Would you say? Uh, he was a real gym rat. Um, <laughs> I bet he was. Good, good blocker. <laughs> For sure. Son. Hard worker. Yeah, knew the playbook, you know. was Wasn't afraid to go over the middle, you know. Yo, that's, that's no, there's no question about that. But I, I kind of like that um, in that in that question. So um, It's tough, though. Like I said, you could – if someone said chase, cup, and digs and flip them in any order, I can respect it. Maybe you would think it's a different order. But – those, you know, those guys are. I hate, are, this. Are, I hate this. Hill is overhyped. Stop that bullshit, Nesta. Like he was on Stop pace to break the NFL record. Yes, I've never heard of such thing. He's overhyped. Come on, man. If, you, if <laughs> you're back to back 1700 yard seasons with a quarterback that Bills fans tell me is trash. Oh, man, that's some bullshit. Like, if you're, if listen, fans that are watching, if you're a fan of football, if you're watching my show right now, if you're tuned in, don't do shit like that. Hill is overhyped. Are you nuts? If you're a Bills fan, you mean to tell me that Josh Allen would not love Tyreek Hill? Bro. Can you imagine? Oh, oh my gosh. Can you imagine? Well, I guess you can't. Um, he played with Mahomes. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You it's can not imagine. Allen. It's Mahomes, right? For the, like, uh, Mahomes had the thing. You can't imagine. Um, yeah. Top five quarterbacks right now. Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. Tua? No. Dak? <sighs> Fuck it. Lamar? Mm. <laughs> I need to keep thinking of him. What do you mean? Be someone else. Guys, help me out here. Lamar. What do you mean? Yeah. Like they're good. Like Lamar's in there, but I, I feel like me, this is reminding me of the conversation we had with Mike Vick <laughs> from, uh, from a few years ago. No, Lamar's really good. I'm just I just don't want to say he's the fourth best off the top of my head. To me. Uh, it's a clear three. It's it, well, it's a one Mahomes, and then you can probably Allen Burrow. You could flip flop. Um, I'm not going to get mad if anyone changes the order, but they need to be the Lamar top. There, he, I don't think Lamar's in Allen's league. Like he's good. I said five. You got to give me five. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to go through everyone. Come on, I'm than, a five man. Is he better than like Hertz? Yeah. I'll take her. I'll take Lamar over Hertz. Yeah, just put him in there, man. Just put him in there. Okay, yeah, I could put Lamar, but I got to figure out. And then, like, where do you put? I'll, like, name, I'll name you. I'll name you a few quarterbacks right now. You tell me. You tell me top time, and and that's I'm, I'm talking about right now. This league, I mean, this year, and and just right now. Okay, I'm not mm -hmm. talking about like go back five years. No, I'm talking about right now. Quarterbacks right now. So you got. I'll name you a few: Tua, Brock Purdy, Jared Goff, Dak Prescott, Pat Mahomes, Matthew Stafford, uh, Baker Mayfield, C.J. Stroud. Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, uh, and Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson. I think uh, I've gone too far down. Joe yeah. Burrow. No, yeah, I guess you got to go with. Uh, I guess you got to put Lamar at four. You got to put Lamar at four, and then five is whatever. Pick Hurts or something. I don't know. Maybe this year, maybe you do a Tua. I don't know. What's go. up, buddy? But like overall. I mean, it's a there's a huge gap. Oh, what's going on, buddy? Did you dye your hair? Did I dye my hair? 
Yeah. No, I probably just haven't showered in years. No, it just looks darker. Uh, can you read that super chat for me? Not you. Uh, man, you guys are good. You're making my brain melt, and I'm enjoying it. Well, that's good. That's good. We're having good. It doesn't always have to be Bills, Dolphins, fucking AFC. We can talk football, man. We're all football fans. We played it at one point. Let's talk. Let's talk football. That's what it comes down to. And I'm not. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna stop. I, you need to stop disrespecting. Uh, you've done it. You've taken pot shots at my guy Trey White. You're done. You're done taking pot shots at Trey White. You done me? No, Kevin just disrespect Trey White all the time. Fuck off. Buddy, are you gonna come on visit? Uh, maybe in the summer. We had a really good, uh, really good time last year. No, you're not gonna just hijack the show and talk about bullshit. This is still a football show, so bring <laughs> fine. Shit. I mean, sometimes you gotta put your foot down, Kev. Yeah. Well, I'm okay. She just asked if I was coming out to visit, but yeah. yeah okay. Heaven forbid. Um, yeah. Clearly gonna leave him home. But. Yeah. Well, he's supposed to come out and do karaoke next time. Yeah. I would love to see you do karaoke. Actually, you would be hilarious doing karaoke. Don't stop believing. Do do now do that is a Don't you like that song? No. It was awful. That's Kevin's first song. Terrible. Kevin what? looks like a Toto guy. You sure. like Toto, Kevin? Talk Africa. Me so I can go oh, I'll sing a mean Africa at uh He's your top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Really? Uh, you know, give like me your before top five. Top. Before, like like Tom top... Brady, if I say that, like because not now he isn't. Oh, are you want to give me all like, time? From, like before, or give are you me... talking about like right now or in general? I don't know. I say, like, You're gonna Wilson, surprise me right now. Before I'd be like, mm, give no. me your, your top five quarterbacks of you that you liked over like, time in the last time. like five years. Whatever you want. Five quarterbacks. Okay. Uh, Josh Allen. All right. Um, and there's no wrong answer here. Tom Brady. I don't even like it. Like you can't not say him though. It's the thing, right? Um, you don't really check him. Out. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, no, sorry, I'm reading the comment. He, <laughs> they want you to host a karaoke. Hey, who who Woodley? Yeah, ten twenty eight. Wait, duet. It would be um that of Fleetwood Mac. Dream. Which one? Dream. Thunder only happens when you're dreaming. Oh my gosh, that's do, 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 how do you do, ruin do, Steve? Do, stop do, <laughs> Immediately stop singing. I'm gonna do it with Kevin instead. Something. Stop it. Anyways, I was on my third and you yeah. just completely ruined it for me. Um Total hold the line, that's my shit. Total hold the line, that's my shit, man. Okay, go on. Do you want me to be here? Or should I leave? That's you? my shit, man. Okay. Um, who else is there? The black sounds only Rico. I saw it. I saw it too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you got to crack out the Marvin Gaye or something. Like <laughs> you have to respect the Marvin. I'm Holmes. I like that. That's four. Give me one more. <sighs> Just who's one. the Jenna? I think you're forgetting the greatest quarterback in the NFL today. In the past five today, like, I only have five. Yeah. No, I don't think I am. <laughs> I think you are. I don't think I am, Kev. He plays for the Chiefs. He beats I you every year. Like we're not the same. I don't like the Chiefs. You don't like, like you don't think Pat Mahomes is on the list? I already said Pat Mahomes. I just said him though. Oh, so, sorry. I didn't want to keep going. No, he was my third. Okay. Always on time. Do 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 do. Oh, that's my song right there. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I like that one too. Yeah. I also like, I don't know. Mike Vick? Yeah. There you go. There's your five. 
You did it. But I don't know if you I did want it. to choose him. You did it. I know. I just don't know if I want to choose so, him. I don't know if I want to keep that. Or do you you want don't want to keep Mike Vick. I'll tell you that. Oh, you Chua, Tom Brady. What? I just want to say this. <laughs> His face. Uh, I, honestly, I am. Do you know who else I'm thinking of? Um, Russell Wilson. But that's why I said like recently or not recently. Recently, because, he's still playing. Russell yeah, Wilson gets a vote just because I'm a uh, I, I'm a big fan of Sierra. Yes, me too. This is why I was like, mm. yeah. Wow. Anyways, those would probably be mine top five for like the most slash recent minus Brady. I don't know. Really? That's what Kevin always does. He throws D shots. Nice. <laughs> I love Kevin. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you have to come in the summer, but we have to well, go. There. We have to go to Ottawa in the summer too. We just have to okay. Play. Well, let me know how long this. we're going. We're not doing this. Apparently, I have to leave. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, you have to see what I've done upstairs for your child. I apologize in advance. Kev, love you. Always a pleasure. Can't wait to see you. We're going to leave him home. He can be the DD. He can come back. There you go. Bye, guys. See you, buddy. I got it now. I got the top five now. Having gray hairs. I was like, bro, we're not doing it. And she's like, I just saw a gray hair and you're leaving it. Every time I see a gray hair, you know what I do? There it is. It's gone. Kev, what about you? Gray hair and dad. Oh, I do that too. Yeah. Okay. You don't leave the grays in? No. We're we're on the same. We're on the same. No, I, so I got the top five. Okay. So Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. I'm going to say Lamar this year. There you go. You don't want to say Lamar. You have to. Well, I just was thinking, right? And then he, but he's the fourth right now. And then I'd have to say Dak. But I respect it. But man, I yes. like that CJ Stroud. Ooh, CJ Stroud's Ooh. nice. You gonna give it to him in his first year though? Ooh, nah, you can't. You, you can't add a principle. Unless he was like that guy, like he was really, and he is that guy. But I don't know if he could give it to him like over like a Lamar or Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is a top five quarterback right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody I wants guess. to see he is. I man. wanted to make sure Stroud got his love. CJ Stroud is the real deal. Yeah. He's, he's the real, real deal. deal. I'll be real. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be real right now. And I'm not trying to put negativity out there. But if the Texans get in, they're going to be a scary team to deal with because of CJ Stroud and D'Amico Ryan's got that, de- that team playing well. That is a, that's a tough team, man. They took two losses because CJ Stroud was out when he got hurt. That's the only reason these boys took that L. If he was in, man, these team that team would be nice, man. CJ Stroud is the freaking real deal, Kevin. You yeah, nailed they, it. They miss uh, Tank Dell, though. They miss Tank Dell a lot. They certainly do. They certainly do. But they got Nico Collins. Nico Collins doing his, his thing out there. I I said uh, Burrow was two. Yeah. So it was uh, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Lamar, and then I guess Dak. But CJ Stroud is on his is on his heels. If do you like your coach, by the way, McDaniels? I do. I think he's young. I think that he makes a lot of mistakes during the game. I think that it was very similar. McDermott used to do those things too: the game management, the clock management, that stuff. I think that's where my, uh, my coach is like coming up short right now. Yeah. His scripted plays are great. Everyone in the NFL is stealing his playbook. All those orbits where the Tyree comes around and then runs back out. I saw Diggs got one the other day. Now they're ice. You see that uh, lateral motion play that they've, the Miami's running. Everyone's running it now. 
Yep. So like he's innovative and he's a good, like he's a great schematic guy. He's a great X's and O's guy. I know that the, and is like the scripted plays at the beginning of the game are usually on point. Like where they usually start off pretty well. Where, where I find he struggles is he's absolutely brutal on challenges. It takes too long. Sometimes when we're at home and there's no crowd noise when you're on offense, it's, we can get the offense rolling when we're on the road and it's loud. And that's what really one of the main, I mean, you guys kill this the first game, but, but one of the big problems that we had was we tried to run the offense. We've been running for the first four weeks and you guys were so loud. They couldn't get there, all their motions and everything. No one could hear. And it takes them too long to get the play in. And we Does get it? way. That- yes. We get way too many yeah. penalties. We waste timeouts or we get five yard penalties for delay a game. So, Again, his weaknesses, challenges, his inability to get the play in quick enough, his inability to streamline things when the crowd is making it too hard, and he seems to panic. Like he seems like as soon as the other team scores, or one or two, you know, drives, like even if it's a touchdown and a field goal, all of a sudden it's like he wants to dial up these deep shots all the time. It's pass, 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 and it's like the run game will be working, and he abandons it because he he feels like he's in a track meet now. So I think with time he'll learn. I know the players love him. Yep. Um, they all seem to talk really highly about him. I think that's an asset when it comes to free agency. Yep. You don't have to be like the great guy, but as long as the players respect and like playing for you, they're going to tell other guys, right? And word's going to get out, and I think that helps in that sort of thing. It's almost like a recruitment thing. Yep. He's got a lot going for him. He's super young. Um. And he seems pretty motivated. So I I do like him. I mean, his first two years, uh, you know, we made the we made the playoffs both years. So you can't fire him now. I know. He's he listen, he's he's the coach of the future. Uh I like his quirkiness. His quirkiness is is cornballish, but I kind of like it because it works for the roster you guys have. And he's young enough that he relates to to uh to the players on the squad. So you got to give him that. Um, see his sneaker collection. His what, sir? Sneaker collection, his shoes. I bet, he, I bet you he had his. He's got a huge one. I don't know about it, but I bet you. Yeah, yeah, that and watches. Yeah. No, good for him, man. Um, yeah. listen, we're we're gonna get you out of here in just this moment. But uh, is is Sam Laporta the best tight end in the game? No. How the fuck are you gonna say no? Sam Laporta is not the best tight end in the game. He's well. You're talking about like he currently because I'd still hey, take. No, he's the fucking I, best tight end in the game, man. I take Mark Andrews over him. Really? Yeah. Not that Mark Andrews is a bad. It's the it's a uh, obviously a, like a bad stance, but Laporta is the real fucking deal. My really guy. good. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, it, when you factor in run blocking, George Kittle still is up there. He had a thousand yards this year, and he's Kittle's had a huge year, man. And he's a great great run blocker, right? Kelsey, I think, is just suffering because there is nothing around him. Like who you like. Even you could just leave the guy, the guys open. They're not even going to catch the ball. I have like they're brutal because I wanted to get into tight end talk. And right now, you know what? Yo, you just, you know what? He, he is a good tight end. You, you're right about that. There, there's no question about it. I mean, Kelsey's up there. You got to give it to Kelsey. Laporta Ferguson is playing really well. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at, I'm looking at all, all the tight ends that uh, Hawkinson's still a good player. He got hurt too, but all right. Just drop drop your five top your your, your top five tight ends right now. Man, uh, 
You better, you better, one, Logan Thomas better be one of them. He is not. Andrews, <laughs> uh, Andrews. This year, I'll say Kittle. Yeah, this year, just this year, this year. I still got to say Kelsey because I think if Kelsey was on a different, it didn't get, if he wasn't getting triple covered all the time, let me put it to you this way when you play the Chiefs, that's who you fear, right? True. I still put him. Laporta's got a case for it. And then uh, I always really like Hawkinson. I like the guys that can block and catch, though. So that's kind of my my thing. So I, I'm always a little you, more. You need, a, you, need a, you need both. You need a dual threat. Yeah. And I respect Trey, Trey McBride is a good one. I see in the comments. He's a good one. Yeah. Likely is very good as well for uh, for Baltimore. See his one-handed touchdown he had on us. So. Likely is nasty, man. He's, yeah, he's good. If they when they transition away from Andrews, yo, likely he's gonna fit right in and he's gonna be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, Laporta, I, I need more. I'm gonna be real, man. I need more from my guy Kincaid. I need more. I need more. Like, I like the I mean, I, I like what I saw yesterday because he's got yesterday, last game. Oh, and Joku, you can't sleep on Anjoku, yeah. man. Ooh, and Joku. Yo, there's yeah. some tight ends in this game. Well, he went, you know where he went. The U. Did he go? Oh, he did go to the U. Yeah, he's the U. Yeah, doing it right. Is this it? Hmm? I'm like, am I doing it right? Is this it? That's the Longhorns, man. <laughs> um, actually, you know what? This is perfectly because you're just gonna transition to college. Is there one more game going? One more game left? It's gonna be yeah. uh, Washington and Michigan. Uh, Michigan. Yeah, Michigan's gonna win. I know you're big. Uh, your brother's a big college guy too, right? You you are too. You know your college ball pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. is Pen- Penix is he is he the real deal? He's good. The real um, or is it, is it just like you just, had <laughs> yeah. a good year. you just had a good year, big guy? Is no, I think he. I don't know. I need to see more. I'd have to really watch it. You know, I've only seen a few of his games. I wasn't like studying him, you know, or anything. But I think Penix is pretty good. I think. You know, Michigan's going to win, I think, because they're just too uh... – oh, someone asked me a question. Who's my GOAT tight end, Gronk or Gonzalez? Gronk. You don't like Gonzalez? He's good. But, Gonzalez? Uh, yeah. Gonzalez was like old school. Like it's been, It feels like his game was so long ago. There's been such a uh, transition in that position. We've seen so many tight ends come along. And yeah. it's like – you kind of Gronk was just about him, but yeah, Gronk was just so he's he's such dominant. a good such a good run blocker too, and and then I'll and that deceptive speed. I'll always remember uh, remember when he caught that pass against you guys. You had Nikel Roby covering him. It looked like a child. What a joke! It looked like, like a child. DB on the squad, covering and him. it looked like a little child. And he went for like fifty some yards and a touchdown. I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on the Bills. I'm just saying like. He scored a bunch on us too. It's just like I remember that play vividly because he was so large and he kind of pushed him and then they couldn't catch him. Like, he, how do you look like a monster? He's and dumb. He still can't catch you. You know what I mean? Tony Gonzalez, he, like, really better route runner, um, you know, really smooth feet. Ben Coates, he's yeah. good. My he gosh, was, that's a name back. Ben Coates. Yeah, he, was, he was good. I like Ben Coates, man. But I go back. I liked like 
man, I used to, uh, I, um, Jeremy Shockey was good after the catch. Well, Shockey, man. Greg Olson was good. Who changed the tight uh, end? Who changed the tight end position from being like the big, ugly heavies? Kalen Winslow. Kalen Winslow. Yeah. The original. Yeah. Would you say he changed the game? John Mackey is often considered the best tight end of all time. Like, you know. Yeah, but, but who changed the game? I would say Kalen Winslow is the first one I can remember that was like dominant and a really good athlete. It was like a Shannon Sharp back in his day, like compared to the other guys. Because um, like, the, the position has transitioned so much from like your inline blocking tight end, you barely use them to now like you are a integral part in this offense. I'm trying to think mm -hmm. of when did it change? Was it Kellen Willen? Kellen? Kellen, uh, Kellen, uh, Kellen Winslow. Senior. Kellen Winslow? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's before my time. Man. I don't remember that shit. Yeah, that was like the 80s. Yeah, I don't but, um, I mean, the old days, there was Mackie. I see Jeff King. Yes, Mike Dicka, Hall of Fame tight end. But they were more like your third tackles. But actually, Mackie was a really good athlete for his time, too. So I shouldn't say that. I just never saw him. I just watched him like NFL films. And I've seen a lot of other people talk. Yeah. And it's hard to judge athletes from then now. So the way I try and do it is just compare them to their peers at the time. And Mackie was like a dominant athlete at the position. But Winslow was that more of like the current, like the smaller, faster guy. Like, like I said, like a Shannon Sharp. Type. Changed the game a little bit. Okay. And, and he was uh he was phenomenal. Great hands too. I saw someone put Antonio Gates. Can't forget about him. Antonio Gates, man. Yo, probably like, there's been some damn good players, man. Damn yeah. good players. Shannon Sharp, my goodness. Like he's he was different, he was different too, man. A whole lot of these cats, man. A whole lot of these cats. Uh, now, I do. I touched on the subject, but I, because we're a Bill-centric uh, show, I had to end on this topic. And uh, this game coming up, uh, there are two two factors for me that that'll that'll get me back on. Because right now, I'm like, I'm not. I'm obviously I'm rooting for my squad, but I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm feeling that uh, I'm feeling that way, and I don't have to explain it. You guys know what I'm talking about way we've just been playing the last couple of games. But there are, there are several players that I need to step up, or there are two in particular that I need to step up. I know Josh is going to do his thing, so I'm not going to go, Josh, you step up. No. It's two players on the offensive side of the ball, and I, I, I mentioned it earlier, it's Kincaid. I need more from Kincaid. We drafted you in the first round. Like, we traded up for you. I need my guy, Joe Brady, to, to carve out what... Ben Johnson is doing. I'm not trying to praise Ben Johnson because everybody's all over Ben Johnson's D right now, but I'm not trying to praise Ben Johnson, but Ben Johnson has made it that can you play? Can you do what I need you to do? San Laporta, you're going to be part of this fucking offense and you're a big part of why we move the sticks. Kincaid, I need him to be part of that, man. That's number one. Number two, Diggs. I mean, I know you've been paying attention, Kev. Diggs has not been himself, has not been the Diggs that we know him to be. We don't know what the hell's going on. We speculate that he's injured. We speculate that, I mean, something's going on. He tweaked his back. I don't know. I think it's poor play from Josh Allen the last few games. That's what stood out to me. Uh, people don't want to hear that, though. But right now, Diggs goes as far as Josh Allen goes. And if Josh Allen's not playing well, how the hell do you think Stephon Diggs is going to play? So, to me, those are the two players that I need to step up. And I know you don't want to hear this because if they step up, that's game over for you guys. But if they continue to be silent and continue to be non-existent, it keeps the Dolphins in the game. At the end of the day, that's what it's going to come down to. So 
I need that. Now, how in the hell do we get this guy? Like, what's Joe Brady got to do to freaking get this thing going? I just don't get it. Because you can't tell me Ben Johnson doesn't know how to fucking figure shit out because you got Jameer Gibbs running the football. You got Montgomery running the football very fucking well. Sam Laporte is doing his thing. Amara St. Brown is doing his thing. Yo, they're cooking, boy. So Joe Brady can get that shit going, but he's got to figure that shit out. But it starts with four, It starts with 17. So <laughs> you've been watching and you've been kind of paying attention to the Bills. Have you seen... Maybe I'm maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm overdoing it. But have you seen that, or is it just a matter of seventeen and seventeen is the one that needs to step his game up? I've seen Diggs make some uncharacteristic drops lately too, especially like he was dropping screen passes and stuff like that. He doesn't drop anything usually. You know what I mean? I think he's struggling a bit. Um, he's not getting the, quite the separation um, that he was. I think maybe something's wrong with him. I mean, yeah, for sure. Allen's like we well, it's like we talked about earlier, right? Eh? He seems to just kind of play to the level of his competition. Um, so he struggled a bit the last couple of games. But I don't know, man. How many balls he's gonna catch when you throw for 87 yards because you ran for eight billion, you know, against the Cowboys? Like you're not gonna put up good numbers in that situation sure. and you don't need to because mm-hmm. you won the game, you you crushed a, a good team, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I got two different names. Okay, give it to me. My two names are, what is his name? Cyrus Torrance. And what's the other guy's name? McGovern? Yep. Those are the two. Because last last year, or sorry, last week, they got beat down. They got destroyed. They got beat down by the Patriots. And the two best, and the best chance that I think we have is if Wilkins and Sealer can have that same type of game, it'll it'll disrupt your offense, hopefully. Right from my perspective, so I think those guards they need to rebound big time, because what's his name for the for the Pats, the Alabama Barmore. kid, Barmore. Barmore, <sighs> he was having his way. He was having his way. So I was so I mad think, they drafted him. I was so mad. I was like, oh, this guy's gonna be a fucking problem, man. Go ahead. So I think those two men they got to step it up because Miami's. I think we're looking at nine sacks for Sealer, eight and a half for Wilkins, right? So those two lads, they need to step up. And then the other name, if I had to name someone else, uh, the big key matchup for me is going to be James Cook as a receiver versus the Dolphins linebackers. Because last week against Baltimore, we got exposed by Justice Hill, of all people, coming out of the backfield, running these wheel routes, running these like rail concepts and stuff like that. And if you don't think the Bills watch that, with James, you know, sitting in the room with James Cook all week, man, they'd be dumb if they didn't go after that because we had that. Fuck, I forgot. I'm so flustered now. He's my own guy. I can't remember him. Is a uh, backup for Baker. He was out there on the field and he couldn't cover anyone. It was ridiculous. Oh, they were just, uh, hmm? You're back no, up as long as the other guy. Why can't I think of him? Anyways, I'm, maybe it's, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, I'm tired. But anyways, they were just going after him and they were picking him, picking him, picking him. So I think how you guys use uh, Cook in the passing game is going to make a huge difference because we don't have the linebackers to to go with him if whenever there's man. So the thing is, is that if Miami decides, okay, we're going to try and you know play a bit more man with um, Ramsey on digs, you know, yeah. with some safety help, that sort of stuff, then that means it's man elsewhere, and that means these linebackers, Duke Riley, that's his name. Duke and Riley, Duke, I was going to yeah, say Duke, Duke Riley or Cameron Good. Yeah, yeah, Duke Riley. So uh, 
Duke Riley and Long are going to have to cover. Now, hopefully Baker's back, but even then, it's a mismatch, right? So that's a huge part. I've been telling you, I've been coming on here for three years saying, I don't know why Allen won't just throw to these wide open backs. And this year he started to do it. Yeah, and then he stopped. He stopped the last few games. And this yeah, is- he needs to start again. So you got to isolate. If Brady's smart, he's going to isolate uh, Cook against our linebackers in coverage. And then yeah, I really need your and you really need your guards to step up. I guess I got something to say, Kevin. And uh, you already know what time it is. Listen, I know Bills fans are not going to want to hear this, but you guys got to hear it because. That's what's going to stop us from making the playoffs. It starts with fucking 17. I'm leaving this comment up for a reason because I'm going to address that afterwards. Josh has not played. I know we wanted him for the MVP because he's got 40 touchdowns and so on and so forth. That's all cute. But when we fucking need him to play well against the teams that he should be fucking trashing, that's when we need him to show up. We just can't have you show up when, I mean, the bright lights are there. And I know it sounds crazy for me to say, yeah, but that's when you want him to show up. But when the lights are not so bright, that's what's put us in, in this position to now try to fight and claw for our lives. We can't have that shit, man. The teams you're supposed to whoop, whoop them. That's how it should be. And Josh is putting us in a fucking position that right now we're struggling to like think of all these scenarios to try to get in. And now we're in the, we're, in, we're it's taken for the last game of the season for us to try to get into this this fucking playoffs. Part of my language, but that's not, that's the way I feel. So when I'm looking at the struggles of Stefan Diggs, I'm looking at our our first round draft pick that we should be absolutely utilizing him like crazy. And we're not, and it should be, it should be done because you can see Sam LaPorta doing what he's doing. You got James cook that should be receiving the football left, right center. And Josh refuses to take the check down. Sometimes he's reverted back to trying to take the deep shot. If you know your shoulders, fuck, take the damn dump off, but he won't. Right. So we got to get back to, let the players do what they do around you, Josh. You don't have to do the whole put the team on your back like crazy. We have the talent. Now, when we need you to do it, we come a calling. But when the game is early and ready, give the fucking ball to James Cook. Give it to Stefan Diggs. Get that brother involved. Because if you don't, it's going to be it's gonna be a prop. Now, let me address this right here because this is the big one. Brady's career will either rise or fall with the results of this game. I know a lot of people right now are 50-50 on Brady. Because the honeymoon, the honeymoon season's over a little bit. So now they're like, okay, show me what you got now. Because now the tape is out. They kind of know what you like to do. You know what I'm saying? You love and you live and die with the running back. And, and I get it. And, I, and I, I still appreciate that. But now, figure it out. You got Stefan Diggs, the number one receiver. He's the top five receiver in the game. And you got five of the last six games where he's got five receptions or less. Unacceptable. I know we can sit there and say, but that's Josh throwing the football. But who's dialing up the damn plays, man? Who's telling him where? That's got to change, man. So, Joe Brady, this is a big game for you. You need to step your game up, and you need to step it up large. Because the last time we played the Dolphins, we stomped the yard on them, and that was Ken Dorsey running things. So, you need to show me something in this game. Stephon Diggs, fucking get out of the slump that you're in. If you have to start yelling at folks to fucking say, yo, this is what it is, I don't know. Something's got to give. But these five reception games ain't cutting it. Because once we go to the next level and we're playing these teams that are a little more polished and ready to go, we're going to get slaughtered. So we need to get our shit together. This is the game. Now I'm pissed off. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I got myself all riled up now. No, but we really got to fucking get our shit together. Because if we go and poo-poo the bed against the Dolphins and now we're, we're depending on what happens prior to our game, bro, this is, the sh- this is garbage. 
We can't have that shit, man. So everybody's got to be on the fucking game this game. I'm telling you right now, because if we lose to the Dolphins, I'm going to be a pissed off Rico. I'm going to tell you that right now. Terribly pissed off. I might even shut the whole channel down. I might have to talk to Pierre and Bobby about that. But the whole channel is going to be shut down if we don't make the fucking playoffs. And then I'm going to start a new Dolphins channel with Kevin. And that's it. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. I have to get off my chest because you got me. You got me all. Oh, you when you said you got flustered, I got me. I got me all flustered. Now, man, when you anytime you have a segment, say it with your chest. It's always key to have Jeff King's picture in the corner there. Cool. <laughs> well, fuck he me. doesn't know any other way to say it. It's fucking annoying. Jeff King says, correct. Preach it, my man. Jets, New England, Denver, all that bullshit. We allow these Giants, Tampa. I get so fucking mad, man. I'm not, I'm not going to whip the kids up, but fuck. Denver has no business being on top. The Jets, we should have fucking killed the Jets first week with Rodgers or without. We should have killed the Jets twice, killed the Patriots twice, and the Dolphins, I would have I would have split, I would have split with you guys because I respect the shit out of you guys, but we're probably about to sweep you again. So I, who knows? It's such a weird, a weird way things are ending up. But allowing the the Jaguars, the fucking Jaguars, are you kidding me? I don't give a damn if they got Peterson and Etienne and the other Josh Allen. We had no business losing to the Jaguars. No business, none whatsoever. Like, we're too damn good of a team to be sitting here bullshitting with these weak-ass teams. And now we're sitting here at a 10-6. and 10-6. and six, Scraping to get into the playoffs, man. Come on, man. That's disgusting. Anyway, I'm done. Thank you guys for letting me... Uh, let me thank you for letting me get my, my rocks off. Kevin, thank you for, for being an ear. Because sometimes these therapy sessions are great. We've been doing this almost three hours. I apologize. Your Friday night has been shot because you've been hanging oh, out. Oh, my with lady's going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm like, you said, like, can we hang out minutes. after? And I was like, sure. Yeah. Now I got to go back out there and be like, hey. She's going to be asleep. <laughs> no, no, no. She'll be up. She'll be up. Hey. Hey. You look beautiful. Um, You're like, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I appreciate you, your time, Kev. You know, you know I always, it's always love when we come on here. I haven't done almost a three-hour pod in a long time. You bring it out of me, man. You bring the best out of me, brother. I love it. Love it. And uh, if you guys enjoy the show, do me a favor. Uh, Kevin's going to be starting his podcast soon. Uh, what's the name of the podcast you're starting, Kev? Yeah, not happening. Yeah. Yeah. So dry as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, folks. Uh, you guys, enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, Kev, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just sign out with the squad. I'll keep you on the sideline here for a minute. Um, listen, enjoy the rest of your evening. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Uh, my man, Kev, uh, I mean, we've been, we've been friends for years, so you can see we can just talk and talk and talk. Um, but um, listen, man, I mean everything I damn, I, I damn well said. I'm not mincing my words. Josh has been pissed me off the last few games, and I know he's pissed off. So guess what? We're all pissed off. So take your anger out on the Dolphins and show us that you are the true elite quarterback that you are and keep that thing going because we have a, a nice path to the Super Bowl if you take care of your business and get the second seed. We get more inferior teams coming to see us at home Handle your business. And then when it's time to get going and play AFC Championship game, we'll be fucking ready. But all this bullshit we're doing, cut it out, man. Anyway, my time here is done. So you guys have yourself an excellent rest of your day. I, I apologize for taking the rest of your Fridays. Fridays is, is a bit for partying and doing all that bullshit. But you guys hung out with your boy. So I appreciate it. And uh, if you guys appreciate this show, smash that like. If you guys are new to the channel, you know what to do. Subscribe to the channel and uh, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll definitely be doing this again. My man Rev is going on tomorrow night. I'm going to try to jump on with him. It's going to be between the Steelers game and the Texans game. So we'll try to jump on and uh, kind of make make 
what we can do of these games. It'll be fun. So, uh, folks, let's do this again on Sunday when the game is on night. I took the day off for the next day, so you know it's going to be cracking and popping. So enjoy the rest of your evening. It's your boy Rico. It's the Rico Report. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. And we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Until next time, it's your boy. And I'm gone. Let's go. Thank you.